listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, they said don't buy the belt and I got it. They said don't get the rolling and I bought it. Uh, nigga, I'm balling. My fucking mix, they can get you through college, getting them dollars. Showing my pearly white teeth, I'm a nigga that's flawless. Came a long way from dumping out of parlors. Same nails and pants, different ski masks from coppers. All of this copper. Knock, knock. Who could it be? No, niggas know I got it on lock. Yuck, yuck. Bitch rappers better move for the niggas get dropped. Uh, Mr. Flop Boy got your label hot. I'm the hardest out. Use a tablecloth. Unnecessary ball and I was carted off. Uh, been fucking on my side bitch so long that my main bitch can't stand it. 100 racks in three months, man. This is outstanding. Uh, see the dollar go stupid. Racks, billion, trillion. Nigga, that's what I call building. But you know what it do? Let's go half on a trillion. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Sunday, Sunday morning. That's right. Amen. Uh, with all kinds of technical difficulties, but we got this shit started. Um, so we're gonna do our thing. Of course, you can find this show on theblackouttips.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher to search the Blackout Tips. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, everywhere you listen to podcasts, we should pop up. Um, you can also do stuff like give us, um, all kinds of five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Mm-hmm. And if we like them, we'll read them that's fine mm-hmm. we only got one last week so i'm assuming you guys uh don't love us anymore but for those who do love us but just have not gotten around to leaving that review now's the perfect time mm-hmm. y'all know y'all been eating for free mm-hmm. y'all been coming in here bringing plates and tupperware and shit and just leaving the cookout right they ain't bring no dessert come on right. now even, yeah. even telling your friends to show up and you can't even put five on it right you walk around that's my country cousin oh i love that show where's my review though hmm? where's my review when you see me in the check cashing line you don't hug me uh but yeah make sure you do that of course the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is sponsored brought to you by shadow dog productions they have their own youtube channel shadow dog production youtube.com slash shadow dog production um but yeah make sure you guys go out there click on their videos like them share them uh leave them those uh those thumbs up uh that that's like youtube currency and views uh and it has all kinds of stuff out there trailers uh for their movies and some of the behind the scenes stuff with our skits and us in the studio go check out all that stuff man it helps us out and it helps them out too that's youtube and like i said uh shadow dog production uh and then of course uh bevel this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt today and uh help us out like you know hook yourself up get yourself someone's asking the other day for ideas for products that would help them with their skin and stuff and i said hey man check out that bevel mm, you for know men and women because i shave with it too yeah he's a, he was a dude and i think a lot of times when it comes to dude one we don't necessarily get taught to that we should even like take care of our skin and stuff like that correct but then also there's just for a black man there's just not a lot of products out there you know uh specifically for with you in mind um and bevel is definitely one of those products so yeah make sure you do that uh get bevel.com slash tbg wt uh and then also fuck it let's just do them all today uh this episode is brought to you by loot crate a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchise go to lootcrate.com slash tbg wt and enter code tbg wt and get three dollars off of any new subscription 
all right so you got to the 19th at 9 p.m pacific time to do this shit mm-hmm. and if you don't then you're gonna miss out on this month's crate okay yes, you are. so i'll tell you what the theme is coming up later in the show uh all right let's get into the news okay um pepsi has decided to uh take down and apologize for that kendall jenner ad as we said last wednesday Mm -hmm. right before we did the walking dead recap right um here's something that's interesting um a lot of people find that kendall jenner must have been used and it's very unfortunate that she had this happen to her um she's very upset is what they're saying behind the scenes um and you know that they that they would even do something like this um and make her look bad um according to her um and her people like she's just you know she's she's just it's just so unfair you know um here's my thing this feels a lot like that white women shield of whiteness that you can just hide under hide behind when things don't go the way you thought they were gonna go come on it's like i'm the real victim here Mm-mm. now she is like 20 years old you know and i and i do want to show some deference to the fact that that is not the grownest of age i understand Correct. at 30 you might see things differently at 40 you may see things differently but the same way i feel about um so many other issues you ain't gonna see shit different if people don't tell you when you fuck up come on and if you don't take responsibility for when you fuck up how can i expect you to ever be what what evidence do i have that you will be a better or different person right and maybe it's just me and maybe just my ignorance she has a team right she got a team of people a team right she got people that are a lot older than her a lot of them in their 20s like grown people that's been in this field and industry for years you saw it you thought it was all right because if you didn't think it was all right you would not have done it so that's why i'm not buying the victim shit because you bought it you did it i don't feel bad nobody around you told you that you might want to think or if they did you fucking ignored them so i don't want to hear it yeah i mean let's play some watch watch whiteness work uh real quick so game sweeping the nation um so what i thought was funny because i immediately started googling shit like okay y'all think she's a victim and she you know she doesn't know what she's doing she just got used by pepsi and um you know it's fucked up and all this shit okay cool 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 my question is this um what was up with her just a couple months ago when femistella a website um wrote kendall jenner on being a boss i'm basically on my way to rule the world when she was gracing the cover of of vogue you know um and you know this person that wrote this article um lena finkel you know all kinds of oh you know look at how this she's so young but she's so powerful and controlled she knows what's happening 10 months out the year i'm working almost every day i think i was raised to be a workaholic so i think i knew i was it was going to happen at some point i've been working since i was 10 years old she says um she also started a hashtag girl bosses or something she was saying my little sister and i are baby bosses we basically are on our way to rule the world so you can expect that uh love her hater there's no denying kendall jenner is a total boss lady the model is becoming a mogul in her own right with her brand only on the up and up she recently went talk with w magazine and talked about working 10 hours a day to build a billion dollar brand cool 
that's that was just a few months ago same lady writes this article update pepsi using the resistance kendall jenner and black lives matter to sell you soda now what i noticed in this update is already her agency's already been taken away like she didn't have a role in this she was used by pepsi to sell your uh, soda guys she mm-hmm. how could she have how possibly know she knew she said she, she fucking saw she seen the final cut what the fuck this goes through so many people's eyes and so many people rewrite and review and look at it and stand and clap and and all this shit before it ever uh the public ever sees it so i don't want to see that you seen it and you approved that shit right but this like i said this person writes an article about it and now all of a sudden kendall's not the boss she's not building her brand she's not making the decisions uh update pepsi has issued a statement in response to severe backlash uh for the new commercial this is a global ad that reflects people from different walks of life coming together in the spirit of harmony and we think that that's an important message to convey okay well clearly they missed the point entirely if you'd like to check our critique and the ad please see below those who have yet to view the ad missed their chance it's a pepsi's already pulled it from the web so then this is the original article this is a new low pepsi the iconic brand is now using all the tools in the arsenal to sell you pepsi soda the problem is way way off track the latest commercial features kendall jenner in a photo shoot with a generic rally is held in the background the rally features people of color young women muslim americans and possibly lgbtq youth after a protester invites jenner to join she rips off her wig wipes off her makeup and steps into the action she then hands a policeman a can of pepsi wow so much to unpack here you know that's another part of the of the uh ad that i thought was very interesting she was invited to join almost like she made eye contact with that filipino looking dude and he was like come on and come out here yeah and all of a sudden she a leader i think that's how a lot of rich people feel that protest should, should all be like come on hey buddy mm-hmm. let me hold your hand and come on out here with us because they just assume that obviously this shit isn't for me uh i'm rich um so the message is obviously that you should drink pepsi to fuel your cool hip kendall jenner filled protest yes because our protests are often filled with jenner memorabilia aren't yours we're not even going to dive into the fact that kendall has been basically silent politically with the exception of a nonpartisan vote photo right. but we're going to leave that alone for now why right why are we leaving that alone for now right why are we why are we not going into that i mean that seems like a pretty major problem with the ad um let's get one thing straight pepsi people are not protesting right now because they think it's cool we're protesting because our rights are at stake because people who have lived here their whole lives are getting thrown out of the control um because refugees and other international people who happen to be muslim are not allowed in and all these young women at the rally they're here because a sexist man who brags about his sexual assaults and who recently took away working women's rights is currently president so uh using our frustrations and concerns as a marketing employee does not in fact make you seem cool in fact it makes you seem rather out of touch do you want uh, to help protesters how about taking action how about showing up at rallies and showing your support i like how all this is framed as pepsi hey pepsi why don't you do this no instead of her because she was the face of the goddamn commercial she was well she's not a boss can she was used and we haven't even gotten to the worst part of the ad the scene where kendall jenner's hands kendall jenner hands a pepsi to a police officer it seems familiar doesn't it it's because of the same visual when that we saw when a black when a woman at black lives matter rally calmly approached a pair of policemen so not only are they using the black lives matter movement for their own monetary gain but they are also replacing young black women with a rich white model gross those there are many so many issues with the pepsi commercial and we just can't jump on board with a brand using equal rights to sell soda okay yep 
i just want to point out the hypocrisy in my opinion because when it was about her brand and, and that shit it was she's the boss she was same woman wrote both articles which she i thought was important decisions rah 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 girl power right hashtag mm-hmm. girl boss now all of a sudden she's just a footnote in pepsi fucking up you know mm-hmm. nothing to do with her fuck out of here you know let that have been a black woman it would not have went down that way um speaking of white white girls prospering evolving if you will the cash me outside team meets with eminem's producers how about that Aaron? how about that daniel danielle bregoli the 14 year old who went viral after stating cash me outside how about that on dr phil is still trying to cash in her 15 minutes of fame and looks like those eminem without me remixes paid off according to tmz bregoli met with producers uh shay pope and mark batson who both work with eminem as well as kanye west and alicia keys in a video for tmz bregoli takes some piano lessons from batson so i don't know if she's gonna be putting out music now or what mm, yeah her, her mama making that guap yep because her mama in on that bullshit she like the mama pipping that little girl out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um let's see what else is happening um i don't want to cover that i'm gonna skip that one all right uh the owner of Krispy Kreme is buying panera bread for 7.5 billion that's devastating news it's like when burger king bought um popeye's chicken it's like well, ah, how, ah, how ah. is the terrible food buying the good food i don't know right but uh in this case it's, it's the reverse like i don't know why Krispy Kreme would want to waste their brand capital on that nasty ass panera bread come on dog. them sandwiches are whack as fuck everybody that is in the panera bread i don't know what's wrong with y'all i tried okay them sandwiches are terrible yeah some things i like from panera bread the only thing i thought was the good was good. the soup yeah and, the soups are delicious. but it's not called panera soup it's really not even called panera sandwiches i don't know what's going on in that place i hate to see a brand like Krispy Kreme spend money to buy it but maybe they'll improve the menu maybe we'll get a donut sandwich or something i don't know but it's really ah. sad uh mcdonald's uh szechuan sauce mm-hmm is selling for hundreds of dollars on ebay because rick and morty put it in their latest episode for season three uh-huh. yep apparently it's been trending hard the last few days and never have we wanted to try fast food dipping sauce so badly the question is how much would you pay to get your hands on some well over the weekend adult swim quietly dropped the long awaited premiere of rick and morty season three and it was glorious but um they bring up szechuan sauce in the in the actual um cartoon right uh because he talks about the mulan commercial because it's like oh we go back in his memories and he remembers eating some nuggets dipped in szechuan sauce because uh the mulan commercial uh was out for you know they were doing some cross branding with uh mcdonald's and apparently just that mention on that show was enough for people to make szechuan sauce trend and want the want the sauce back if they smart they'll bring it back well since it's not back yet there are people who are literally going and selling it online Welcome to they're smart too yeah mcdonald's can i take your all right let me you know this shit takes a lot of work take your, take your order. yeah i'd like to get a 10 piece mcnugget and-
Okay. Welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? Yeah, I'd like to get a 10-piece McNugget and uh, a bunch of the Szechuan sauce. Like, as much as you're allowed to give me. In, in 1998, they had this promotion for the Disney film Mulan, where they where they, they, they created a new sauce for the McNuggets called Szechuan sauce. And it's delicious. And then they got rid of it, and now it's gone. This is the only place we're going to be able to try it is in my memory. Rick, you're doing this bit while your brain is melting. Okay, all right, all right. So, yeah, that's that was enough to get a nation to move yeah somebody said i had a good question he just said 1980 something yeah so is it still valid will it kill you they used to sell szechuan sauce for about 15 cents um and uh and then that's of course now they they give them away for free um but apparently um there's a bunch of dudes who are selling um a bunch of people who are selling szechuan sauce uh on ebay and shit right now 199 dollars i'm seeing one and it's just one one container of moulin szechuan dipping sauce three-fourths of an ounce yeah i feel like there's no way this can still be okay right um seems like the expiration date on that probably passed but at the same time it is mcdonald's so it's not really food if a big mac can last a thousand years why not the sauce i don't know oh that's off i take just fine mm, okay um i wouldn't do it i'd be scared to kill me but hey yeah uh hbcu students and alumni are to rally for a national day of action um students and alumni and friends of america's historically black colleges and universities are set to gather on capitol hill on april 27th for a national day of action to increase support and awareness of black institutions and higher learning um uh, first of all uh this is another reason i'm glad they took that picture that they went up there i mean for for whatever it's worth it has raised a lot of people's awareness that um yo these schools need money you know a lot of black people awareness who that's what i'm saying a lot of alumni know, shit people that really do alumni, care right but they don't give back for a bunch of reasons i'm not this is not me shaming people but mm-hmm. it's like if the difference i mean because even after they took that picture and they went up there to have in good faith to have this meeting and shit uh, budgets still get cut not not as bad as they probably would have been but still they got cut so they do need more money now um the mission of the rally is to urge the white house members of congress and state and local officials to maintain funding and increase resources for the hundreds of thousands of students enrolled at hbcus every year organized by the hbcu collective a group of advocates who work in politics education and policy for more than 100 black institutions of higher learning will bring together students alumni and supporters to encourage their individual members of congress to increase financial support provide research grants and expand funding for facilities at hbcus alumni and students play an integral role in preserving and growing our hbcus explained robert stevens we're here to make sure our elected officials see and feel the importance of hbcus we're here to hold them accountable for their support black colleges and universities have faced a number of challenges in recent years resulting in declines in enrollment and school closings even with a lack of public awareness i mean often with a lack of public awareness although hbcus welcome all students federal and state policies and a lack of resources have weakened these schools ability to provide the education and training that have historically propelled minorities and members of the underserved communities into the middle class right. in, in addition to convening concerned supporters of in washington dc the hbcu collective will also host meetings with elected officials and staff members in their home districts and in the districts of hbcus to make allocating funds and resources to a congress, congressional priority 
the group also hopes to organize and encourage thousands through its social media campaign to call write and tweet their federal and state elected officials to urge them to focus on the issues surrounding these institutions um we care about the existence of our institutions and we are going to make sure elected officials do exactly what they promised and that is to support our hbcus and their students financially said dominique warren co-leader of the hbcu collective so yeah um if y'all can make it out there man go go out there uh like i said just as a reminder if you haven't given this month or you you know you you have made a promise to give like keep continue to give man because like i said i matters hated to see that picture as much as everybody else but i also recognize that people need to give back in order for it to to give people the leverage to say no nah, we, we, we don't want to take that picture right Fuck you. and not have any consequences repercussions to that action yeah um all right other news um more than one in five u.s adults are infected with cancer causing hpv mm. says the cdc uh during a recent two-year period almost 23 percent of u.s adults ages 18 to 59 had a type of genital human papilloma virus hpv that put them at high risk of certain cancers according to the center for disease control and prevention report um published thursday that percentage jumped to more than 42 percent during 2013 and 2014 if any type of genital hpv was included that cdc found in both groups prevalence was higher in men than in women uh mostly because it doesn't necessarily affect men uh but they can be carriers right and a lot of times they give it to their partners and a lot of times too with a lot of this shit all jokes aside uh because y'all sexual organs on the outside shit y'all can actually catch shit quicker for women depending on what it is sometimes it takes a while before you get any well i'm just saying hpv doesn't have things that no like unlike other like if somebody had herpes or something right like that's different but hpv is something that like for men you carry it but you don't okay show the results of you know the like any like there's no bumps there's nothing like that um so yeah uh we tend to overlook the fact that 20 percent of us are carrying a virus that can cause cancer says geraldine mcquillan lead author of the report and senior infectious disease epidemiologist in the division of health and nutrition examination surveys at the cdc's national center for health statistics people really need to realize this is a serious concern this is the first data cdc has compiled on hpv rates among men its previous research among teen girls and women looked at far fewer strains of the virus and included a younger narrower age range and perhaps because of that found a lower prevalence of high-risk hpv what we know is that cervical cancer rates have remained relatively stable but that being said hpv related cancer rates have been increasing said louis Ramondetta, a professor of gynecology oh wait gynecologic oncology at the university of texas md anderson cancer center hpv has been linked to throat tonsil anal vaginal and penile cancers as well as cervical cancer god damn the hpv vaccine can protect people from infection hpv is the most common sexually transmitted disease in the united states the cdc estimates that nearly 80 million people are infected and about 14 million new infections occur annually among teenagers and adults wow most of these can go away on their own typically without even causing symptoms but some hpv strains can lead to genital warts and cancer 
each year 31,000 men and women are diagnosed with cancers caused by hpv which in the most cases would have been preventable with the hpv vaccine uh so yeah get yourselves checked out man some of y'all walking around who are hpvs on y'all way to the atlanta orgy and he just you might not be showing but the next thing you know blood out somebody getting cervical cancer right and love yourself enough <laughs> to uh, test yourself and demand that other people get tested yeah uh apparently there was an uber driver who um had a little bit of a kerfuffle with a customer who uh got into his um into his ride um but he was one of those people that records like uh i guess the interactions with the customer probably for his self-protection as well as theirs right so don't nobody accuse you of shit right so uh there was a woman who threatened to call the police and falsely accused her driver of rape because he not have a charger for her phone that is batshit i bet you he says thank god i had this camera in here yeah can you just give me a low star rating please uh All right and keep it pushing as soon as i get up you you're not doing nothing for cop. all right out of here. i'm gonna tell you crazy to hit me hey, okay say watch, whatever you want yeah, watch, yeah, watch. yeah all right my let me let me get over here you get on my car no, i'm telling you i'm not taking you nowhere you exit here call the cops i'm not getting out you better call the cops you better call the cops. You better call the cops. You call the cops because nope. you're making a big scene. You care. get out of my I'm car. Right here. You want to keep disrespecting me? You, you want to keep on disrespecting me? You get out. I don't care about your boyfriend. I don't care about your boyfriend. Okay. If you disrespect me, you get out. I don't disrespect me. Do not disrespect me. Call the cops. Tell C. I know my Chelsea. I don't care about that. So call the cops. You do it. This is the train station. Thank you. Get out. I'm not getting out. Call the cops. I'm not getting out. So you shut up and I'll take you to Watch your mouth. I don't need some spit in your face. I'm from the... You better see my... Do it. Get out. Get out of my car. Get out of my car. I'm not moving. All right. So we're going to sit here. We're going to sit here. I'm not moving. You're still getting charged. I don't give a... I'm going to report you. Take your turn here. No, I'm not. You fucking the... You charged me. Don't disrespect Yo, don't you want to me? Oh, all right. I will put don't disrespect me. Cop you, you going to jail. All right, thank no you. Camera. You want to play? I don't care. You want to play yourself? You want to get up? You want to play yourself? I'll call you the cops right up? now. You want to get up? You want to get up? You want to get up? You want to play yourself? You want to play yourself? Call you the cops. I'm going to tell you holding me against no, your play. Whatever. All right. I just said my song. I'm, I'm not taking me. you. you I'm not. You're going to jail for domestic violence. You're going to be safe. Yeah, whatever. Get out of my car. I'm not getting out your car. I'll call the cops. That's got to be a nightmare, too. Like, you do that for a living and then just... You just gotta hope that some motherfucker that get in your car is just fucking insane. You know what I mean? All these people that are just basically using your car like a taxi, um, that you're just allowing in your car. And the only thing, only bar for them to get in your car and the only bar for this person to really, well, actually the drivers are vetted more than the customers. So the only right. bar really for a customer is just they can use the app. You know what I mean? Other than that, they, you know, they can just hop in your car right and particularly that there are drivers that do this that are actually attacking women right so it's very smart that for his own safety and for the safety of his customer right. and not so funny in case they get robbed or not so right. funny or anything it, it could be something externally outside of the vehicle or somebody might try to rob him you know just use the app and rob them i also appreciate uh one of the reasons i wanted to play this video i actually appreciate his patience and because right. i mean i'm 
to be honest in a lot of ways this is how i deal with shit where like internally i'm like this motherfucker is crazy but on the outside i'm like hey you know just hey calm down you you don't have to disrespect me you don't have to yell at me da 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 um but um there's so many situations where this would have been escalated because his manhood was threatened come on this woman was yelling at him and it would have been somebody trying to hit a woman or threaten her or something like that you know uh i'm still reminded of um that bus driver that punched that woman and knocked her out and how everyone was sending the video around and how you know they were so happy to see this uh this this woman who was obviously in the wrong like i'm not trying to defend her actions but they were so happy to see her get hit by this man with him talking about you going to jail now and shit and it went viral and people were really excited about it but i was always kind of like you he lost his job and people were like that's not fair i was like but it is because you don't have to hit her right and you you could you don't have to escalate the situation you could walk away right motherfucker bitch you on the clock do you walk around clocking people at your job but even yeah. with that he shouldn't put his hands on him regardless if he was on a fucking clock or not yeah i'm not even saying my argument even isn't even that it wasn't reasonable quote-unquote or he what didn't feel he was protecting himself some people are gonna say that they, they that, that that's what he was doing i personally didn't get that vibe Mm-mm. but my argument isn't even that my argument is you didn't have to play it that way and I actually appreciate this dude i mean the clip goes on for a while longer i'll play a little bit more but i mean essentially he just was calm and like steadfast like hey i'm not like you can get out or you can leave me alone or you can go to your destination but you like you can't be doing all this shit up in my car are you gonna i'm gonna start kicking what's wrong with you Cause you bugging out, you playing with me. You playing with your about picture. I was because you're your disrespecting face. me. Y'all will violate me. I'll violate you, stupid. All right, go ahead. Thank you. This is the train station. You want to take Yo, the train? Yo, you better. I will start violating this car. Do you want to take the train? Go over this car. I'll violate. Whatever. You want to either take me or you gonna call my man, tell him that you're I'll not taking you me. I'll take you there if you call see. Call my man. Call my man and tell him you're not taking me. You're not breaking my car. Call him. My phone died. You're not taking me there. That's not my fault. Yo, yo, start bugging out. I'll start bugging out. Over the car. Do you so want me to take man, it to your address? Call my car. man. You have his number because it's his credit card. And tell him. Tell him. I was taking you to your destination since you until you start talking. Shit. I was taking you to your destination. Why are you recording me? I'll, why are you I'll record, recording me? I'll record you. She ain't in this car. Like talking about throwing a juice in there. Just ridiculous, man but uh yeah and it's all because her phone died so like you didn't take care of your shit you get in my car and suddenly your phone not being charged up is my responsibility right like and it, and it already and it, who's gonna take her and it already sounds a little bit shady because like how did you get the uber with your phone dead like it just seemed weird like it must have died like right as i pulled up and shit like yeah i hope it ain't a hustle or whatever um, who knows because you know people do bullshit like that yeah i don't know what the hustle would be maybe when you have your phone turned off it doesn't track and then maybe you i don't know you could do something to the dude when he gets to the destination who knows um not to mention you know like i said if he wasn't filming that shit who knows if she would have went through with whatever she was planning on doing to intimidate him but right. she was just out of control man it's so scary um all right yeah, i think that says they banned her for life good yeah i saw that yeah they banned her for life you know that's all you really can do um 
a survey shows that half of college students think their student loan debt will be forgiven ha 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 oh that's real good a lot of people um they just don't know laws have changed a lot of laws have changed uh they used to have uh whenever people file for bankruptcy you used to could uh take your student loans and put them underneath your bankruptcy not anymore you have to pay student loans out you have to pay student loans ain't no if ands and buts about it and also uh the uh the uh, laws of trump and them just passed with the student loans what was happening was that people were taking certain jobs and going in a teacher's field and all these other industries and social worker and all these other industries and working for so many years and on the back end their student loans were supposed to be forgiven but with this new law they're not doing that no more they're not forgiving people's loans and people have went into these industries and into these fields that they some of them otherwise would not have went into and um it's very very fucked up that uh america has sold young people a dream that uh going to college will save them will be the end all be all of moving to the middle class uh it used to be like that and you used to could pay your loans off and get a good job and pay your loans off and nowadays people are getting loans for a for a good old house and a car and a mortgage like every month this student loan is literally a fucking mortgage and then they have studies to say well you know uh millennials are staying home longer yeah because i have a fucking mortgage uh out uh, of school for a shitty ass job that i'm barely making any money off and most of the student loans we're still paying for ours are like 40 50 years something ridiculous like that so you literally be paying on this shit for the rest of your life yeah dog um you're not going to get that's probably not going to work out and it's definitely not going to work out now that trump got elected i was going to be even worse and in fact they're going to go up the rates are going to go up people you know did a bunch of consolidation uh obama had you know consolidations you know getting interest rate lower uh uh people what is it uh we've had i've know i've had to do it several times where you uh uh, do the little thing where you let them know, hey, I can't pay for a certain period of time and um and shit like that, and they'll work with you. But now, uh, who knows? They might not work with you. You can't pay them like fuck it and just ding your credit. Well, they worry that people are over borrowing because they think at some point it'll all be forgiven, or and uh, the people are like, yeah, that's that's probably not gonna happen. So you probably shouldn't do that. That dash that's true too. I know. Um, the thing is. Uh, and I actually learned this in school. I didn't, ha- I didn't have to take out that many loans. Most of my school was paid with, with scholarships. But, uh, the lady was saying, well, we, you, um, when you get ready to graduate, I don't know if they still do it now. Uh, they have classes, like juniors and seniors, they have classes to tell you about student loans and how much you're gonna be paying and all that shit. I mean, you understand, but you don't really understand because you're not in the quote unquote real world. And so, she talked about, you know, if you only need, two thousand dollars you say get two thousand dollars don't get five Mm -hmm. you know like like get exactly what you need they will offer you more that that's just the hustle they're gonna offer you way more than you need but only get what you need you know um because a lot of you know because college kids they're they're young and they're naive so yeah your student loan is two they give you five so you got an extra few thousand dollars you balling with but a lot of times you're young so you're gonna waste that fucking money you're not gonna invest it you're not gonna purchase things that have any longevity in your life and then next thing you know five years or however long it takes you to graduate is gonna buy and you're paying back from clothes that you bought back in 1972 yeah i still remember refund check day that was like the best day of college 
what people were bawling i mean i got a dreamcast right i good mean times good times i mean it's, it's it's good at the time but you know you'll be paying for that for a very long time and but they'll never be able to those memories with that dreamcast are priceless now that yeah I ain't nba 2k i don't know what you guys are talking about it's worth it we, what i'm saying we, kids. We, we stood it we stood in line at kb tours i don't even know if kb tours is around anymore but we went to the mall at 6 a.m 5 6 a.m at kb tours yeah <coughs> uh the public defender for the i-85 arson suspect says that he is being used as a scapegoat um so everybody um that is worried about um basil ellaby um you know and the way that they're saying no this crackhead burned down the bridge uh but somehow just skipping over the fact that the shit was stored there very weirdly Mm -hmm. um like you I know. said, some, if, if, if it sounds like somebody was illegally throwing some shit there, because that shit didn't disappear. Somebody put that shit there, carried it there. It didn't get there, you know, poof. Somebody put that shit there. The public Defender's Office Supervisor Liz Markowitz says she doesn't think there's any question Mr. Ellaby is being used as a scapegoat. She said it's interesting that the most marginalized in our society, the city's the home, the, she cited the homeless, the developmentally disabled, the addicts are easily looked for to, to for blame as a diversion of what we really should be investigating. Wayne obtained a um, letter from Markowitz to Chief Jailer Mark Adger saying it has come to our attention that a number of attorneys have been making attempts to speak with our client basil ellaby there are attorneys who are trying to visit mr ellaby and that from our understanding these individuals are not his attorneys the letter continues to say mr ellaby has expressed that the number of people attempting to persuade him to change representation has become overwhelming and it basically seeks uh, limits on which attorneys can talk to him and how markowitz says she made herself available to any attorney who wants to call her and a number of attorneys both from inside and outside her office so it sounds like a lot of people want to represent him because of the case is such a big case and maybe people you know mm-hmm. i mean you gotta hope that it's just not maybe people in the pocket of the government that are trying to represent him and then make it go away almost come on um hustle him out and he don't get a motherfucking dime right um so yeah, when Wynn contacted the Georgia Department of Transportation about the issues raised in the letter, the department replied to the text message saying no comment. Uh, the call for accountability is growing after the I-85 bridge collapse. Um, reporter, investigative reporter, reporter Aaron Diamant, uh, spoke exclusively with a local congressman about the critical step. He, he said the federal government has to take. The Georgia Department of Transportation maintains it didn't break any regulation or laws by keeping construction materials below I-85 bridge on Piedmont Road. Mm-hmm. It's hard to fathom is how Rep, Rep, uh, Representative Hank Johnson described the impact of last week's fiery cat- catastrophic collapse of I-85. I think we need a rule, a federal rule that bans the storage of construction and other materials underneath bridges. I read. I don't know why. Maybe I'm stupid. Why isn't that a law? You shouldn't just put shit underneath a bridge. Diamond learned Thursday that the Georgia Department of Transportation's years-long policy of storing large amounts of surplus, surplus polyurethane and fiberglass pipe in its right away underneath the Piedmont Road overpass did not violate any agency policy or state or federal regulation law. 
it's a first for this so it's certainly the gap has been exposed but there hadn't been a gap until there's several something to reveal a gap said joseph hacker public management expert of georgia state university i i wonder if you search through all them emails that company has if you will find some people that were like hey i warned y'all don't this is bad i guarantee you somebody's not and they told them people to shut the fuck up because now i understand you leaving materials there if you're in the process of working on something like like that's completely different because it's not going to be there for a long period of time then after your project is done you're going to clean it up but just storing the shit there just as aren't y'all afraid somebody's going to steal it somebody's going to take you talking billions of dollars of material just sitting around eyes are it's not probably locked up anywhere you just got to sit down and open it doesn't make any sense yeah speaking of things that don't make sense producer's director says alec baldwin lies in his memoirs claim of sex scenes with an underage actress now what's interesting about this is alec baldwin had a book that he put out he didn't tell anybody all his business but he did i don't know who's reading this book but somebody did apparently somebody uh they disagree with the way he portrayed some things the actor says he was misled by a 50 shades producer dana brunetti and kevin spacey about how old his co-star and on-screen lover was in 2006 film minnie's first time prompting brunetti to say he's been method acting trump too much and he doesn't know the difference between fake news anymore 50 shades a great producer dana brunetti is calling foul on claims made by alec baldwin in his new memoir nevertheless in the book published tuesday baldwin claims that when he shot the 2006 indie Minnie's first time he was misled by the producers about the age of the co-star nikki reed with whom he engages in sex scenes i was 47 and it never occurred to me to ask how old nikki reed was when i found out just as we finished that she was 17 i flipped out on the producers who had told me something different baldwin writes uh brunetti who produced the film along with kevin spacey and evan astrowski says that not that uh not only was baldwin aware of reed's age the twilight star was in fact 16 at the time but also that nothing was ever hidden from him and there was never any incident where the actor later berated the producers over her age it's a lie brunetti tells a hollywood reporter i read it and was like what the fuck of course he totally knew who how old she was that's why there's no nudity in the movie he knew before we even cast the movie i think he's been method acting trump too long too much and he doesn't know the difference between fake news anymore though nudity under 18 is potentially allowable under california law it would need to be approved by the child labor board at age 17 thor birch briefly appeared topless in american beauty but it was not a sex scene but because Minnie's first time involved sex scenes uh, between Baldwin and Reed, nudity would not have been approved. Ostrowski also backed up Brunetti's version. What Alex says happened is not accurate. I, I completely corroborate that, Ostrowski tells The Hollywood Reporter. We were on set every day. The thing that Alex must remember is that Minnie, played by Nikki, is a sophomore in high school. I don't know what else to say except Alex watched the movie. As for yelling at us after the movie, it absolutely never happened. And the film's writer and director, Nick Guth, also threw water on Baldwin's versions of events. We all knew she was 16. When we discussed it at first, it was a question of meeting with her and making sure she was mature enough to handle the role. Guth, Guth tells THR, on the set, Nikki being 16 would often speak quickly the way teenagers do. And Alec asked me about that at times because he had trouble understanding her. And I would remind him she's 16. 
guff says he is surprised that baldwin's story was a fact checked by publisher harper even baldwin's age is incorrectly stated he was 46 when the film shot in october 2004 brunetti who shares the same caa agent as baldwin and spacey recalls that during casting it came down to four actresses and the actor handpicked reed who also rep by c who was also rep by caa at the time so baldwin picked her also undercutting baldwin's claim is the fact that reed's biggest role at this point was the 2003 breakout 13 the title of which references reed's character and the actress's age what has brunetti uh fuming is that baldwin would malign the producer's reputations if he had just said i didn't know her age i would have thought he's a liar and let it go says brunetti but when he blamed the producers i couldn't let it go it makes us look like we did something unethical or shady or hid something it makes me look bad it makes evan look bad does he realize kevin was a producer though baldwin declined to comment earlier in the day he fired back at brunetti in a series of angry tweets maintaining i was told she was 16 by her hairdresser at the end of the shoot you're already buried Baldwin also demanded SAG rules require release for scenes involving physical contact with minors. I take you ha- I take you have a copy of that. Brunetti in response shot back at Baldwin. As the president of the Film Actors Guild, you should be able to act- easily access them. The actor then replied, Dana produced the releases, you Hollywood, uh, zombie, and you are all good. I'm here, I'm doing at Match Game ABC, so I don't have to work with guys like you. Um the back and forth continued on brunetta's uh brunetti's personal twitter page on which he called out baldwin in a separate tweet the problem with hollywood is they cower to blow hard bullies like at abf alec baldwin um he can't handle when someone like me stands up to him baldwin again left a comment no wonder spacey fired you spacey hasn't responded to thr's request for a response as for ostrowski's uh reaction to being thrown under the bus by baldwin he says and here i was gonna vote for him for president 2020 he just lost my vote um here's the thing sound like a bunch of old white dudes all sort of complicit in this bullshit though like it wouldn't even matter who was right at this point it sounded like everybody wanted to film a creepy sexual movie about a 16 year old girl and a 46 year old man i mean that seems weird to me and also it seems weird that you wouldn't have cast an actress that was like you know 18 19 and have her play 16 like they do with like spider-man and all these high school movies Mm -hmm. and power rangers and shit have them look younger yeah why wouldn't you do that if there was going to be some type of issue about it i mean if you're going to make this controversial film um that, that just seems very weird and i don't really give a fuck who like it wouldn't matter to me how any of this played out but i wouldn't be surprised if alec baldwin wrote it in his memoirs to make himself blameless like you're clearly making out or whatever the fuck you're doing with some with a little girl essentially and i've never even heard this fucking movie before yeah well you haven't heard a lot of stuff though if we're being fair Uh, okay yeah yeah i'm 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 old and black and out the loop now the real the real t is i've never heard this movie now okay Okay, that's right okay (laughs) okay you ain't never heard of it now i don't know nothing about minutes first time second time any of that shit um like it's just i don't know it's almost like yeah, some pedophile it's, it's a lot shit of shit make. that i'm out the loop of yeah it's like some pedophile shit to even try to make come you on know what i mean yeah 2006 comedy drama indie film an hour and 31 minutes it's got some pretty 54 percent on rotten tomatoes 5.9 out of 10 on imdb um yeah it, it's just you know it's he knew you know what i mean mm-hmm. 
I don't know how he can say he didn't. When they said that he handpicked, I believe them. I I do believe them too. In my opinion, when they said that he was cool with it, I believe them. I don't believe he went and cussed nobody out. I think in the age of the internet, he know that somebody might just try to go and dig it up, and he gonna be like, "Well, I told you about it in my book." Yeah, he's like, "I got tricked." Mm-hmm. Trying to cover his ass. How disgusting of you guys to trick me into making out with that hot, hot sixteen-year-old. And they looking like, "Bitch, you picked her. What are we talking about here?" The one I picked out by hand. How could I possibly know her age? It's not like it was the tight. It was around centered around the movie. Or anything it will ever come up? Huh? <sighs> fucked up, man it is um all right let's get into some other segments guys let's do some um fucking with black people um actually should have brought up the music for this oh why are you bringing it i mean it's something i thought about yeah, break it down uh yesterday child. when um on a feedback show we were talking about that kanye song yes and it was blood on the leaves that was the name of the kanye oh, song okay um uh if you don't know i'm talking about listening to feedback show but uh blood on the leaves uh because that song and a lot of people are like they love like the intro Mm -hmm. and they praise the song but you go i'm I'm going to you really hear what he's saying through the course of that song Mm -hmm. the beat goes so hard i love that song but it's fucked up but go ahead all right back to uh fucking with black people We just fucking with those black people. We just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe. We find different articles to make us feel fucked with, and we score them from zero to a hundred intervals of twenty-five for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. A Maryland man who fatally stabbed a black guy told police he wanted to kill African American. Oh wait, this is old. I remember this. Fuck that dude. Yes. Yeah. I don't even know why. I never got to that. Uh, Dylan Roof's friend gets over two years for hindering the FBI. Good. During a night of vodka, cocaine, marijuana, and video games, Joey Meek listened as a childhood buddy confided that he hated blacks so much he was going to kill them at a Charleston church. Meek said he thought his friend was all talking till a week later when news broke of a deadly shooting rampage at Emmanuel AME Church. But instead of calling authorities, he talked to another friend uh, who was going to go to the police. He talked him out of it. Um, and he also talked him out of giving Dylan Roof's name. Then he lied to the FBI about his conversation with Roof. For those crimes, Meek 22 was sentenced Tuesday to more than two years in prison. Mm-hmm. The punishment was handed down by a federal judge who presided over Roof's uh, trial, which ended in January when the avowed white supremacist sentenced to death for massacring nine black people as they bowed their heads in prayer during a Wednesday night Bible study session on June 17th. Unlike Roof, Meek showed remorse for his crimes. I'm really, really sorry. A lot of beautiful lives are taken, he said. He cried as he told the judge he fears retribution behind bars. I don't know if I'll make it out of prison alive. I'm scared. Should have thought about that when you was lying. I mean, I'm telling you right now, I'm saying like a motherfucking bird. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm hanging up with you and calling that nine one one. Look, I don't. Y'all might want to check this out. Some food over here talking about they're gonna do a shooting. Uh, y'all have been warned, so you know. I'm just saying, you know, I want it on record. Mm-mm. Mm uh 
yeah so he was crying uh u.s district judge richard gurgle's 27 month prison term was the minimum punishment under federal sentencing guidelines the government wanted a stiffer sentence to make an example out of me because he could have stopped the massacre Mm-hmm. none of the victims family members spoke in court and they had no comment for reporters in a deal with prosecutors meek pleaded guilty to concealment of a crime and lying to the fbi meek was not charged for failing to tell police about the impending attack since that is not a crime under federal law instead he was prosecuted for stopping a friend right uh immediately after the slaughter from calling police to report roof as a suspect the judge said meek's actions delayed roof's captures for hours during which roof easily could have massacred more people somewhere else if Meek had just gone in his bedroom and cried and regretted not reporting, he would have committed no federal crime. Meek and Ruth, also 22, met in middle school, drifted apart during their high school years, and then reconnected months before the shooting. Meek is the only person with whom Ruth is known to have shared his murderous plans. Meek told the FBI that he didn't... Uh, by the way, I don't believe that. I guarantee other people... He told other people. Just other people were smart enough not to tell the FBI, I guess. Meek told the FBI that he didn't report the conversation or call police even after hearing about the shootings in Charleston because he was on probation for burglary and was worried he would get in more trouble. He also said he was scared after hearing about the massacre that he worried, wondered if he needed to get a gun to protect himself from Ruth. Joey sincerely, uh, hopes that anyone who is a friend who is talking about, has a friend who is talking about hurting someone or will take it seriously, learn from his mistake and notify the proper authorities immediately. His attorney, Deborah Barbier said, or Barbara? I don't know. Um, Meek sent each victim's family a handwritten letter of apology. Pointing out qualities he admired about their, admired about their loved one and he ended each letter with the same way, I ask for your forgiveness, but I don't expect it. All right, Karen, zero to a hundred. I'm still fucked with, mm-hmm. um, but I'm actually going to knock it down to a 75 mm-hmm. um, because it did show some remorse. I am zero. I'm not fucked with by him going to jail at all. Peace. Bye. See you. We want to be. Should have said. Should have spoke up. Fuck you. Want true. me to say? Cause should have spoke up. I also feel bad for you, man. People lost their lives, and then i would be by the way i would be i would understand someone said something crazy to you and what the fuck are you supposed to do like right i understand not everybody would be prepared for that um mm-hmm. or what to even do about that and shit correct um not that that's okay but totally i get that i have enough empathy to understand that being a rock in a hard place mm-hmm. why would you try to cover it up after he killed the people correct no I, I don't feel bad for you at all i don't care that you're crying i don't care that you're in courtroom sad or what the fuck is gonna happen to you behind bars i don't give a fuck yeah you got to deal with that sweetie like no bye zero uh two black women sue fox news network for alleged racial discrimination hmm. and in related news scientists have also discovered that water is indeed wet Fox News Network has been sued with news out, new allegations that the media giant failed to address racial discrimination against two black women who work for the company. Tichiona Brown and Tabriz Wright. How'd y'all make it past the, the resume status? Who knows? At Fox News? I don't, you know. Now that's what I believe is affirmative action. Right, nah, I believe the people at Fox News totally go, oh look, two blacks. Let's just uh, get them right in here. We need to fill two spots. Uh, they sued the news organization Tuesday in a Bronx Supreme Court 
a lawsuit in new york city that charged they and other dark-skinned employees suffered years-long racial animus from judith slater a former senior vice president and company controller the lawsuit alleged that slater ridiculed black employees by mocking stereotype speech and forcing them to pronounce the words mother father month and ask correctly in front of white people so he'd be like uh when are we going to get that report oh we should get by the end of the month um <laughs> excuse me i believe you need to say month here at fox news we say the th at the end black person mother father what were they saying like father what they saying like man dc's ask i mean come on you can't that's unfair to do that to black people come on you know we say acts the former executive also claimed the black lives matter movement is racist and wondered what would happen if there was a parallel white lives matter movement in the law uh, the lawsuit alleges i don't know why any of this is surprising to people it's fox news and i feel like I don't zero fuck with it. I feel like this is what happens when you work for Fox News. I, I'm not gonna. Well, I, I'm just saying this. The stuff they have on the air would be, in my opinion, would completely find itself a home in the corporate culture of that company. Mm-hmm. So just because it's on the TV screen you can't espouse the things they believe about race you know about black people and all this racism and sexism and shit and then expect everybody to go back to their desk in their cubicles and act right like the people on the air the personalities say the most vulgar and just insane bullshit yeah that's a corporate culture at this point yes it is only thing different is people starting to sue their ass and, and it's starting to make public i mean they've been settling shit with certain women before mm-hmm. um no uh yeah for fox for years allegedly allowed slater to subject minority employees to a racially hostile work environment without fear of punishment or reprisal no longer willing to remain silent while fox treated employees of color as second-class citizens miss brown and miss wright dared to speak out about the intolerable work environment including their unequal pay and opportunities for advancement and development as compared to similarly situated white employees a lawsuit uh charge after learning the allegation allegations will be filed in court the company fired brown and demoted right uh we are confident that the good men and women of the bronx will hold fox accountable and that we believe uh, what we believe is abhorrent racist conduct reminiscent of the jim crow era planet attorneys douglas wigdor and gene christensen said in a written statement in response fox news issued a statement that said we take complaints of this nature very seriously mm-hmm. and took prompt and effective remedial action before miss brown and miss wright sued in court and even before miss wright complained through her lawyer mm-hmm. there's no place for inappropriate verbal remarks like this at fox news except on the air uh the co- the company statement added we are disappointed that this that this needless litigation has been filed i hope that's who i'm fucking win yep slater was fired february 28th for challenging the uh fox said challenging the lawsuit's allegation that the dismissal occurred as the case was going to court slater could not be immediately reached for a comment brown remains a company employee fox said wright was not demoted but instead was transferred to a lateral position with the same work title salary and benefits mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh yeah so um i do feel a little bit fucked with though okay this is why i don't know that these women signed up for all that shit i mean you can just get a job at fox working in the accounting department you know like it's 
the jobs out here on these streets man they're not just falling off trees i could just i could definitely understand why somebody would be like i'm gonna go take this job at fox news but i still expect to be treated like i work anywhere else and I, i'm i'm with these sisters man fuck it That's sue right. their ass i hope they win me too um so yeah and, and a breast cancer survivor also has joined the uh ranks of the racial discrimination lawsuit against fox news um she's um she says uh according to the woman the news network ignored complaints about a former employee because she knew too much in regards to the alleged sexual misconduct of ex-chairman roger ailes monica douglas fox news uh manager for credit collectors uh said the comptroller judy slater not only spread racist beliefs in the office but she also made fun of her for being a breast cancer survivor slater demonstrated an unwillingness to eat near black people according to court foulings um additionally she ridiculed douglas for not resembling the aryan race the suit also alleged slater taunted uh, this also must be a white woman which is mm, telling uh <laughs> like if <laughs> oh, that's so funny it's like white women are suing them like he was grabbing my pussy and then there's white women working there like i hate niggers and they're terrible uh the suit also alleged that slater taunted douglas for her battle against breast cancer calling her cancer girl boob girl and one boob girl douglas alleged she was once told your boobs look like they are different sizes oh that's right you only have one boob slater allegedly complained that douglas's cancer treatment was increasing everyone's health care premiums last month fox terminated slater although they claimed to have fired her within two weeks of complaints regarding her behavior the, the, the numbers ain't adding up look what kind of ship are they running over there can't even get your lie right yeah. douglas joined the original lawsuit filed by two women last week in the first suit the women claimed slater repeatedly subjected them to racist comments and derogatory insults so yep the network issued a statement that said fox took prompt and effective remedial action in terminating judy slater there's no place for conduct like this at fox news which is why miss slater was fired sound like she was retained for a long time before she was fired so yep uh now i gotta give it a hundred that's a hundred dog i'm fucked with hope these ladies win i hope they win too uh let's see here's one um Sandy Newton says she can't work in the UK because she doesn't want to play someone who's racially abused. Um, Sandy Newton did an interview um, where she was talking about words like working in Great Britain. I love being in the UK, but I can't work because I can't do Downton Abbey, can't be in Victoria, can't be in Call the Midwife. Newton, who lives in Los Angeles, told Sunday Times Magazine, well, I could, but I don't want to play someone who's being racially abused. I'm not interested in that. Don't want to do it, she added. Despite a career that spans decades, Newton explained how it's slim picking for non-white actors when many series focus on events from the past there just seems to be a desire for stuff about the royal family stuff in the past which is understandable but it just makes it slim pickings for people of color she explained adding that she's hard to overcome many other obstacles during her career i'm talented at what i do but i've had to struggle against racism and sexism but i'm glad of it in a way that i survived and overcame zero to hundred karen oh i i completely understand what she's saying i'm not fucked by her statement i'm a hundred for them and mm. then you know you have a lot of black people black men and women that have to deal with that and mm. then when you have samuel jackson make the statements he make it becomes a problem 
yeah uh it does it does that's one thing i you never really think about or i never really think about when we, they talk about oh they're coming over here taking jobs like well obviously jobs over here is allegedly pay better and they work for cheaper there but also um what kind of roles are there you know if there isn't a get out type role um over there there, then why wouldn't you come here and do the role you know if they're not telling current stories involving black people um now i mean get out is one where you get racially abused but i mean if they're not telling stories of current black people and how they're living and everything is a white people's past fantasies and the black roles are house cleaners and shit yeah i can see why you wouldn't want to do that you're like i'm i have had enough of those roles yeah that actually makes perfect sense i don't yeah i'm not fucking with it all by her her point um uh john ridley who uh people might know i think he's like the writer of 12 years a slave i think um but apparently uh he had uh uh some issues at a press event he was um he has a new tv series coming out on showtime uh slash sky atlantic uh called gorilla um and you know they're doing press for it they have screeners for it and stuff and you know nowadays that means that you're going to be interacting with uh some of the um some of the fans and some of the people at press and whatnot well uh apparently it was a shit show um uh at the press event um so uh it's a love story set against the backdrop of one of the most politically explosive times in the uk history following the trials of black revolutionaries within british black power movement in the 1970s it was fully expected that the leads would both be black that they wouldn't be uh that they both wouldn't be likely wasn't even a thought in the minds of many especially given the names behind the series both black men john ridley pairing up with idris elba who both co-starred and executive produced via his green door pictures production uh, shingle so when frida pinto who was cast as the female lead and babu Cisse, the male lead without mention of any black actresses in any prominent starring roles as part of the purported love story set within the black power movement in the uk the news was met with an immediate opposition movement entirely on its own uh the question where are the black women of, of some variation of it demanded to be answered with some threatening to boycott the series because of a single frame has had before a single frame had even been shot this was last summer 2016 again john ridley should have fully expected what he experienced last night after the series premiere in the uk he should have expected that it will continue maybe with even more fervor when his u.s marketing efforts kick off likely in the next few days he'll have to answer the previously posed question where are the black women so what happened last night april 6th in brief after a premiere screening of gorilla in london the series will also air on sky atlantic in the uk ridley was asked repeatedly to defend his decision to have the series lead uh female character be an indian woman instead of a black british woman our friends at screen daily were there they present the entire event and courtesy of their report here's a summary how it went down okay one questioner asked ridley directly for her with her concerns my parents were a part of that movement black power movement i want to understand why you decided to make an asian woman the main protagonist the audience member noted that the only prominent black female character in the episode one is an informer against the movement for a racist white police officer 
Mm-hmm. I understand the contribution of agents to this, but having an agent protagonist makes all making all the big decisions does that get explained in subsequent episodes we can't ignore that she continued really attempted to engage with the question to me everything that you're saying is exactly why that decision is so important the fact that it is difficult to accept someone even though they are of color of being with us i don't find i don't find the person interrupted i don't find it difficult to accept i'm just trying to understand interrupted the questioner ridley uh responded is if everyone understood racism oppression there would be no reason to be doing this show we would be doing dancing with the stars he joked if there are things that are difficult to understand except rationalize despite the fact that if you understand the struggles of that time period those elements are, are not made up those are real ridley continued if there are any aspects of my show that are difficult to understand or accept i feel i have done my job he added drawing applause from the audience what were they clapping for it's an incredibly valid question but please accept my answer is equally as valid okay am i crazy or did he not answer the question he did not answer her question okay and i know this might sound stupid but ridley scott who no not ridley scott ridley scott is the person that did aliens and shit alien uh oh hold on i actually need to go to the next session this ain't let me go three minutes over <laughs> you sure did. when to start doing that i don't know all right i'm going to the next session y'all give me one second sorry <clears throat> it was like we got you more time they extended it probably because people would hit it or well, this should be cut off i have no yeah I, I didn't know it could do that me either um all right call the session go live yes and we're going live and let me invite you back on screen okay the invite has been sent cool thank you alright cool where were we oh yeah um yeah he didn't answer her question no he didn't you know I mean the question was pretty simple where are the black women um and you didn't get the answer is they not in here that we didn't hear it uh then it was about it's difficult to accept people trying to fight for you and you need to accept that and is this a black man or yeah he's okay. a black man yeah yeah i mean and y'all want to know um, that's why i'm trying to figure out what the race what his race was yeah john ridley man he uh like i said oh, i said the wrong name my bad yeah you said ridley scott but <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah john ridley um is a you know uh, a black man has done a lot of you know um pro-black or at least racial work uh he did 12 years a slave he wrote that american crime which got a whole bunch of positive reviews from people uh he wrote undercover brother um you know it's a funny movie one of my favorite movies but yeah he i mean it uh it sounds like um you know uh sounds like one of those things where it's like you got a blind spot and you're just not paying attention you know Mm -hmm. but uh needless to say his answer wasn't accepted as valid and others jumped Mm -hmm. in and pressed further Mm -hmm. i'm not quite i'm not sure you quite answered the question why are there no black women at the forefront of the struggle that doesn't necessarily accurately reflect what happened in the 70s in the uk another audience member asked babu sise who plays uh one of the male leads in the show alongside idris elba was taken aback by the suggestion now he's a black man as well 
wow really you know this because you read about it as soon as you said he was a black man i was like oh he get ready to come with some fuck shit because it was one of them things when you start questioning and demanding and going hey something not right instead of you listening everybody wants to get defensive and when you get defensive you say dumb shit like that because you saying that statement makes people mad because you act like people in there don't know history you don't know who in there mothers and aunts and uncles you know and family members fought in this struggle like you don't know you're just making a wide sweeping assumption that black women are in fucking black movements this makes no goddamn sense but go ahead yeah um so he basically said basically like how you know you weren't there you know that's essentially what he said yeah that's his answer to it um and then she says no we know this because our parents were a part of it uh that was the second question that said that mm-hmm. um with audience members now having vocal disagreements among themselves with one loudly describing it as a ratio of black women ridley launched an impassioned defense of his project i said previously i think the characters in this story are complicated across the board so the concept that any one person is somehow better or more elevated or more appropriate than any other individual i'm sorry i don't accept that i don't want to make this overly personal but part of why i chose to have a mixed race couple at the center of this is that i'm in a mixed race relationship what the fuck that got to do with anything what does that have to do with anything sweetie i don't i don't care what would that 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 has nothing to do with the ratio of black women dog if you're telling a story and it just it is a story that you basically took a black woman's role and gave it to an indian woman because in 2017 you're married in an interracial relationship what that what those those things don't mm-mm. you can't not, just not what right not not unless the the the, the whole purpose is you, the, the 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 you're talking about the interracial relationship that's one thing but you basically erase black women just because you're not married to a black woman that's that's that doesn't make sense that doesn't make sense that just and that is so stupid and he was very dumb for even making that statement because all you did what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it i award you no points and may god have mercy on your soul Mm -hmm. yeah and all you're doing is uh adopting white supremacy like when, when you make statements like that and what you also do which was irrelevant bringing up your 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 wife who is non-black make people start attacking you going well what the fuck does yo you having a white wife have to do with you racing black women i I literally don't understand what he's i don't understand how that came up right i I just don't if you're doing a period piece that is supposed to be accurate to the time that you're talking about and the movement was you know like most black power movements but filled with and reliant upon black women you can't then retell the story sans black women insert another person of color and be like it's the same to me because you because you would never do this 
with the black men in a movement come on like you would never just see them say well we just took out this dude because i mean uh we replaced him with an indian dude i mean it's all the same colorblind casting basically you know we we're all people of color and we need to trust each other you would never do that nope so it's always a black woman that gotta get left out yeah and and it's also it's one of those things too where i try funny i think he got defended because black women when black women start calling shit out everybody for some reason got a motherfucking shut her down she can't be like hey why did you leave me out it can't be like well i didn't even consider that or well you know i took it into consideration i we went with other choices it was none of that it was just like my personal opinions but i don't give a fuck about your goddamn personal opinions all i'm asking is that why were we left out and it's very insulting because like i said before when it comes to movements across the board period why are brown women always erased from the fucking fight why are we always erased yeah i didn't know he had anything to do with red tails but somebody sparger says he didn't learn a thing from red tails he shoehorned in that dumb italian love interest story that made no sense oh yeah okay i didn't even know that i mean red tails was terrible for a lot of reasons but i didn't know that um yes he says uh the things that are being said here and how we are often received is very equivalent to what's going on right now in the wider world my wife is a fighter my wife is an activist and yet because of our races our difference are different there and a lot of things we have to still put up with he said visibly holding back tears this is one of the proudest moments of my entire life this cast this crew the people involved in the show are the most reflective cast and crew that you will find anywhere i'm sorry i cannot entertain a dialogue about whether the lead act the lead character on this show should be black or asian the lead character in this show should be a strong woman of color so basically all colors matter except for you know black women and my thing is this dog don't give a fuck about your wife all i'm asking you is why ain't black women included i i don't care about your wife your wife is not here and she didn't take the role dog oh i'm asking you about why black women weren't there like i guess because he was about to cry there was that everybody was supposed to be like well he is about to cry so and all that is is crocodile tears derailing the fucking conversation and basically it sounds like his wife i don't think is i don't think his wife is white karen it sounds like his wife is asian of some of some sort and his thing was i want to put a reflection of our relationship into that time period um which isn't accurate to the story of the people in that time period but yeah his yeah i'm looking at pictures of his wife right now yeah she's asian so which which is fine but it's just one thing where your wife did not take the role so why are we talking about your wife sir even if she had taken a role it doesn't matter the, the role is not it's not it shouldn't be a woman uh, any woman of color no because right. you would not have done that like i said it's very important to re-emphasize on this because people are going to fall for that excuse mm-hmm. my point is we never do that with the black dudes no. and nobody would accept that version of events if he was like well you know what it's telling the story of a black woman and the black dude uh we you know that other time the black power leaders um yeah the dude's an indian dude so we're just gonna have him do it people have been like man if you don't get the fuck brothers would have a fucking fit but because it's a woman like you said you got other dudes speaking out on his behalf 
the heat the heat of q a didn't end there but you get the gist of it uh i should note the cast members like idris elba also executive producer frida pinto uh babu cisse and rory kill kenyan were in attendance per the above report but cisse chimed in once and it doesn't appear that elba or pinto said anything with regards to the mention of the only prominent black female character in the episode one being an informer against the movement the actress who plays the role is zawe ashton um given that she's the only black actress we've seen in any of the press materials for the series thus far although one me mosako a uh, mosaku another black british actress is also a member of the cast so it could very well be her it could be her role as well the series is six parts long and the only first only the first episode was screened per the above report whether there's more than meets the eye here there will be eventually that will eventually uh that will be eventually unveiled in successive episodes answering the question about the absence of black women in prominent roles in the series ridley gave no clues in his response during late night's q a session but i suggest he come up with firmer answers before he begins his usa press tour me too dog you know that's the other thing my belief is if there was something where okay by episode five or six this is going to kind of be an issue and it's going to come up and and we're going to confront this issue and we're going to show like other black strong black women in the movement and shit i feel like if that was going to come up he would have just been like oh the questions will be answered by the end you'll see that we did have some black characters i think you're going to really enjoy when you see them right but when you because you only showed the first episode right but when you answer like this it shows me that two things are going to happen either you got offended that i asked mm-hmm. and you didn't that that derailed you and you didn't answer the question or either we're not prevalent in these roles one right. of the two is happening here dog you did not answer the question you you were were given random unrelated answers and black women stuck their guns and go no no dog i asked you a question you're not answering well no 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 i actually like you you have to kind of re-rope it back to the point and every time i re-roped it back it was not a sufficient answer dog uh all right uh then this is like the clip maybe can i can i can i just yeah sorry so just to to sort of to re-emphasize what that question is it's about the representation of black women which is which is what you didn't respond to which is why i'm asking you again and then i would also like um my question to be about um you are American, and um, my mother is American, um, but I grew up in the UK, and I wondered why you wanted to tell a British story, and if you see it as a British story, if you see it as something that's in dialogue with the US and other parts of the world, um, and and sort of why, yeah, why Britain was the place that you chose to tell the story. Uh, I didn't necessarily choose to tell it here. I was invited to have the opportunity to tell it here, and that invitation there was an education on my part. Can you turn the sound up a little bit? Mm-mm. That's okay. as loud as it goes. I'm okay. sorry, okay. y'all. No problem. Anyway, I just want... So, that person basically asked why did he even want to do this story because he's American and this is a British story in the first place. Um, so, yeah, it's... It's sad, man. Right, man. I really hate that. This is, to me, another example of brother let, brothers letting sisters down man like you know you get in the door you have this um um you know you have you have this opportunity to put on for everybody and it becomes selfish and it becomes about you and it's about you know uh even though this wasn't part of this original story how do we get this um 
this indian woman involved you know like how that's my life i'm day i'm married to an indian woman we need to make sure that this is put into this the, the show and um you know i actually saw like cover pictures of like the promo for the poster for this mm-hmm. and then like the pictures of like actual um materials for from the black power movement mm-hmm. um and one of them was like a black woman with a fro and she had um uh she had um like a two earrings one was like a star and the other was like a peace sign or something and then that was the original black power movement like one of the logos then they showed the promo for this uh gorilla for this tv show and it was the indian woman but the same fro different like earrings that look similar but basically you could tell like oh this is just an indian woman like they literally erased a black woman to do that like so you knew better you did know and that's the problem that women have particularly if you're going to mimic like hair and all that stuff oh 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 so versus having having a brown woman on there a black woman on there who fighting for her movement you take somebody and you imitate and you expect us to be like yay it's a woman of color right Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. and we happy for other women of color i'm not trying to say that but if you were actually uh talking let, let's say you were talking about uh you said his wife is asian and let's right. say you were talking about the asian struggle in the uk and you stuck a black woman in the role of an asian woman struggling in the uk people would be upset and i would see why yeah because the story ain't about me yeah so why so why would you put me in that role i, I agree I, I i literally don't you know i think the smartest people in the room would probably um idris and uh frida right, being like i ain't i ain't got nothing to say Mm-mm. like y'all want to they probably just do dollars in there they probably might not even be acting in it yeah like i this is just ain't got shit to do with me uh, i didn't make these decisions which they probably did i mean well idris is a producer oh he's a producer. like he know yeah. like he he I, he knew he was smart enough to know not to defend that shit come on like sometimes the only thing you can say is man like literally nothing oh you who know? knows he might have said something but like, y'all, i hope y'all know there's gonna be a problem and no, like, no, no 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 that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about during this q a oh yeah yeah it's yeah, already yeah. filmed okay. there's nothing you can say that will make people feel better it's not true you it's did not. what you did mm-hmm. and sometimes the only thing you can say is um yeah we're, i'm out you know because when you open up your mouth you just make it worse yeah so uh yes he'd have been better off and said well let let, we'll let the series tell the story like like you there's a myriad of ways for you to answer this question yeah just uh that that is fucked up dog that's all i got for you 100 if we plan the game yeah yeah it's still the game so yeah it's 100 you know that's i've oh god straight up every time just every fucking time yeah yeah always always dudes always dudes yeah uh all right let's do some white people news uh maybe lighten up the mood a little bit because uh that's pretty depressing is Mm. what i'm trying to say guys what yes um all right uh oh i like this option on spotify where it shows my friends are listening to Mm mm-hmm because uh, I have a white friend that's listening to this song. So this is fresh off of the white people hot, hot off the presses.
right kind of some spin cycle music right maybe she was working out probably uh that's y'all man though okay before we can even get to these white folks gotta talk about these other white folks <laughs> the white folks y'all put in office come on that sadly fucked up the country and continue to fuck it up and every day with no end in sight mm, mm. oh man maybe i hit you a little more of the music all right class we just finished one mile Woo! break it off all right that's what i'm hearing right now <laughs> twitter is suing the u.s government over demand for records on an anti-trump account now they did uh the government uh i think eventually the suit was dropped or it was resolved somehow but still you somebody was talking shit about the president on an account called at alt underscore uscis and um yeah they uh they sued the government was like we want to know who's behind this account um you know how many accounts had something bad to say about obama every day of their life and nobody okay anyway uh, nobody asked a motherfucking question no equal pay trump rolls back obama protections for women workers no shit mm-hmm. no shit 53 fucking percent yeah way to go ladies uh yep uh the fair pay order was established in 2010 uh after an investigation by the government accountability office found that companies with growing violations were being awarded millions in federal contracts so basically said look you can't get no federal contracts if y'all not paying y'all women as much as y'all pay your men right the fair pay order enforced two rules that affected female workers the order banned food forced arbitration clauses for sexual harassment sexual assault or discrimination claims and also established paycheck transparency but uh of course they uh they're rolling it back right so y'all women who vote for him y'all y'all not gonna get no increase in pay mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting to see when it's time to renew and when it's time for them raising this shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> all right all right let's see what else these motherfuckers did um oh amorosa uh had to postpone her wedding over death threats but she did end up getting married to this uh pastor um Who's from Flo- jacksonville florida i don't know she said she had to postpone it because she was getting threatened that she is really concerned about her safety there have been calls emails and social media messages from people threatening to do her harm uh and she feared that she wouldn't be protected adequately at his church in jacksonville so she pushed the date back and made the change to do it at trump's hotel yeah i don't care for her but don't be threatening her now i think it's all a lie just so she can do it at trump's hotel you know what because you know i, I didn't want i didn't want to be i didn't want to be the one to say that but i'm going bitch i don't believe you uh i mean you know when master trump want to breed two of his slaves together and he approves he let them get married on the on the plantation because right, you want to give people the benefit of the doubt but you're like ain't nobody harassing you dog mm-hmm. she does not deserve the benefit of the doubt i don't think so trump's ambassador to the un uh who is nikki haley she was jeered and met with jeers uh when she uh went to a new york summit after she accused russia of just making things up without an ounce of proof mm-hmm. okay 
we call haley said russia has claimed the that isis not aside was behind the chemical attack we claim we called them russia out on it because they said there was this big container of chemical weapons that isis had there's not a picture there's not an ounce of proof they just make things up but you make things okay yeah you do yeah you do yeah. my favorite part about this is uh when she said they called out russia i mean literally they called them and said hey we got the bomb over here y'all might want to move right now, i don't know who the 12 people they didn't tell were or what they did to anybody but they wasn't paying attention that day they they missed the text you know somebody called and hey y'all we living down 53 missiles and y'all caught 12 bodies what are y'all niggas in the drive-by ah! come on bannon uh takes off uh was taking off trump's national security council in the shake-up but uh i don't know it's weird because i've heard that he can still step in when he wants to or something but he won't be officially on the committee that nigga what did you do yeah uh i don't know there's apparently there's beef within them like the fucking uh legion of doom uh news of iraq trip while kushner was midair poses risk jared kushner went to uh visit iraq and um they like brought it up or tweeted about it or some shit and so then they had to change some of the things around it because he hadn't arrived yet and that made securing the area more difficult Hmm. so it's basically a security security breach um sessions orders justice department to review all police reform agreements uh for all y'all um the two sides of the same coin what does it matter um yeah jeff sessions uh basically rolled back the quote unquote nothing that many woke people claim obama did uh for um you know black lives matter and for black people being uh, attacked by the police and Mm -hmm. shit um so uh apparently you know you had some of these uh these local municipalities these police departments that were beholden to the federal government right um and now jeff sessions as part of his their the campaign promises that trump had for the police um uh is rolling this shit back right because he's about police states yep yep the two-page memo released monday session said agreements reached previously between the department's civil rights division and local police departments a key legacy of the obama administration will be subject to review by his two top deputies throwing into question whether all of the agreements will stay in place i'm gonna go with none of them will not a single solitary one nigga because mm-hmm. they always because the police are like this just is holding us back we can't really police like we supposed to with the, all this oversight and shit and all this reporting we got to do when we go out and kill people yeah uh the memo was released not long before the department of civil rights lawyers asked the federal judge to postpone until it, at least the end of june a hearing on a sweeping police reform agreement known as consent decree with the baltimore police department that was announced just days before trump took office the attorney general and the new leadership of the department are actively developing strategies to support the thousands of law enforcement agencies across the country that seek to prevent crime and protect the public justice officials said in their filing the department is working to ensure that those initiatives effectively dovetail with robust enforcement of federal laws designed to preserve and protect civil rights sessions has often criticized the effectiveness of consent decrees and has vowed in recent speeches no more to more strongly support law enforcement you know the people that kill people that don't go to jail they they don't have enough support 
Right, and a lot of people that are are pro uh, police, uh, when they start rolling this shit back, eventually the shit gonna come your way. So when white people get mad about shit, because eventually white people gonna get mad about shit, you gonna start protesting, they're gonna be popping y'all upside of here too, and you're not gonna have any recourse because you've allowed them to roll this shit back because you didn't care when it was affecting them brown folks over there. This is terrifying, said Jonathan Smith, executive director of Washington Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights and Urban Affairs, who spent five years as the department's chief of special litigation overseeing investigations in the 23 police departments, such as New Orleans, Cleveland, and Ferguson, Missouri. This raises the question of whether under the current attorney general, the Department of Justice is going to walk away from its obligation to ensure that law enforcement across the country is following the Constitution. The Baltimore agreement reached after Freddie Gray died in April 2015 followed an injury in police following the injury in police custody calls for changes including training officers on how to resolve conflicts without force. The Justice Department asked for 90 additional days to assess whether agreements fit uh, whether the agreements fits with the directive of the president and attorney general. According to the filing Monday evening in the U.S. District Court of the District of Maryland, U.S. District Judge James K. Breder had scheduled a public hearing for Thursday. The filing notes that Baltimore had already made its own progress towards police reform and states that it may be possible to take these changes into account where appropriate to ensure further compliance while protecting public safety. Basically, oh, we looked into it ourselves. There's no need for this, guys. We, we figured it out. Because nothing's going to motherfucking change. Yep. Um, Tina Fey has a message for the white women who voted for Donald Trump. A lot of this election was turned by white college educated women who now would maybe like to forget about this election and go back to watching HGTV. I would want to urge them to like, you can't get to, you can't look away because it doesn't affect you this minute, but it's going to affect you eventually. And it will. Yep. Okay. It will. Uh, Trump aide accused of federal ethics violation over a threatening tweet ethics attorneys say that uh, ethics attorneys say that white house director of social media and senior advisor to president donald trump dan scavino jr strayed into questionable territory on saturday when he fired a hostile tweet at a freedom caucus member representative justin amash on saturday uh <laughs> sorry what on saturday president trump tweeted his latest attack on a far-right freedom caucus in the house of representatives still smarting from last week's failure on his health care bill trump is blaming the freedom caucus for not supporting him in his tweet president pledged to fight members of the congress with the primary challenges in 2018 scavino singled out michigan libertarian congress uh congressman amash in a tweet calling him a liability to his district at real donald trump is bringing auto plants and jobs back to michigan at justin Amash is a big liability hashtag trump train defeat him in the primaries says scavino uh former george w bush administration ethics lawyer richard painter responded with alarm writing look at the official photo on this page read the hatch act and fire this man now someone call osc which is the official uh, the office of special counsel is an independent federal ethics watchdog agency uh you know anyway these motherfuckers can't follow no rules uh bernie sanders defends trump voters says i don't think they're racist sexist or homophobes go away i just every week i continue to be more and more right about this dude a lot of motherfuckers owe me some apologies 
mm-hmm. i don't know if they still listen to this show or not but motherfuckers owe me some motherfucking apologies right find me the way you found me when you was harassing me that's come all on. i'm asking like come find me and be like my bad dog turns out you were 100 right i should have been listening to you uh this motherfucker is the most tone deaf uh just giving cover to racism motherfucker i've ever met in my life but i get i guarantee y'all won't um y'all won't come find me catch me outside how about that yeah catch me outside then uh but yeah he defends trump voters there's none of that of course that's who he's always been appealing for but then people were like you don't care about my black people we got all this him and the hon and excuses and the burning bros talking about but he marched mlk keep in mind they found studies that literally said like these motherfuckers voted for him because he they racist come on and he he going around trying to convince i don't know who he's trying to convince who are you trying to convince that this shit isn't real that it's not racism who who's buying this like them motherfucking bernie bros it can't be that many of them it can't be that many of them that are this fucking stupid all his supporters look stupid as fuck right now you know hillary clinton not even running for nothing right now she's not in any office and she's still giving speeches about racism and sexism like get the fuck out of here man ridiculous ridiculous um the senate says no to planned parenthood after pence breaks the tie yep they were deadlocked pence gave the uh as a vice president he gives the uh breaking vote and uh yeah they decided hey we're gonna we can with we're gonna give states the ability to withhold federal family uh planning money from planned parenthood mm-hmm. and all that's gonna happen is that the states are like fuck y'all all that's gonna happen is that pregnancy rate gonna go up std rates gonna go up age yeah. rates gonna go up all you, you're gonna have a wide uh spread of sickness and illness drug rates are gonna go up on uh, yeah it's, yeah is it, and, and I people aren't paying this shit any attention because I've used Planned Parenthood and they're a wonderful service, and it's amazing how people. Well, put it like this: we got what we deserve because this is what they wanted. Speaking of that, Russians use Bernie Bros as unwitting agents in disinformation campaign. Senate Intel witness says, "I believe that." Uh, Senate Intelligence Committee retired General Keith Alexander former director of national security agency said that russian operatives targeted both liberal and conservative voters in a disinformation campaign during the 2016 election dr thomas Ridd of king's college london department of war studies explained that polarization makes societies vulnerable to manipulation by disinformation campaigns russia red explained uh likes to use unwitting agents to carry out its work wikileaks twitter and overeager journalists all contributed to russia's efforts to destabilize the u.s by disrupting this 2016 election i'm I'm so sick of being right i'm sick of it you know and honestly this is why i don't let people say shit like the election was hacked election was rigged uh you know russia did this to us no this only works if you're racist right or sexist or bigot or something of that nature just the only way it works it didn't work on a lot of other people no it did not it worked on the people that are the most conditioned to be racist in america white people civically white men after that white women you know white passing latino people like it worked on people that are conditioned to covet white supremacy and 
this is the results and it's, so it's not a hacking take some motherfucking responsibility for your role in this mm-hmm. you weren't tricked yep you couldn't wait to believe this shit how did 93 percent of white, black women not believe it how did 93 percent of black women go yeah well that's obviously a fucking lie but you know what i mean like i, I don't think she's perfect but damn man the shit y'all writing is crazy i also don't think she kidnapped kids and uh, put them in a pizza restaurant and have white slavery yeah the unwitting agents no you fucking you're biggest too you're you're you burning motherfuckers a lot of them are biggest too man like the fact that they bought this shit hook line and sinker it, it says a lot you know some of the crazy conspiracy nut shit that people wrote on my pages and shit yeah it says a lot about how fucking dumb you are how how willing you are to believe uh some racist bullshit you know so much of this shit was just so simple to me like (laughs) i take no solace in being right because the only reason i was right is because i don't believe in people that's it like i was like people ain't shit and this is what they're gonna believe and this is how it's gonna unfold and guess what it did uh melania trump's being asked to leave new york because it's costing too much fucking money of course you're gonna fucking bankrupt them being asked to leave they've already spent more on travel and shit uh in this administration than the obamas did in any given year come on it's been uh for those keeping track still hasn't even been three months Hmm, hadn't even 90 days y'all yep but it's different because they white and they doing it uh mississippi state just pulled off the biggest upset in women's basketball history what what is this doing over here that's balls deep not that's your man and it's old um the war the war on coal is over president trump signs executive order to roll back obama era environmental regulations oh i'm sure we'll be fine i guess the war on the climate is just starting uh senate republicans voted to kill federal privacy rules uh trump lays plans to reverse obama climate care legacy yep yep um trump puts anti-lgbtq activists in charge of civil rights act office <laughs> come on man it's like we're living in a horrible comedy it's like a ugh, fucking oh god this is so bad uh sex pistol john linden defends himself against racist claims that says donald trump opponents will destroy the u.s he's a front man uh for sex pistols name is john linden and he defended himself against racism claims uh he's 61 better known as johnny rotten he claimed it was wrong to smear trump as a racist when there's no evidence or proof to back it up this y'all hero this nigga doing the punk rock this this the that's the thing all these punk rock motherfuckers still grow up to be socialized as the old ass rich white man so they don't give a fuck yeah man fight the power fight the man uh how much they paying oh okay we staying i'm good um uh, speaking of virgin radio he said i mean on virgin radio he said america now has a new president whether you like him or not you have to support him or you will destroy the country mm-hmm. what was this attitude the last eight years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i have never heard a republican ever say whether you like him or not you have to support uh, obama yep. not once mm-hmm. fuck out of here um tari tommy lauren got per- banned permanently from the blaze and now she's suing their ass um for a wrong for termination well, that's a shame mm, I, I don't care mm, that's just mm, that is just too bad 
that those delicious delicious white tears i so it's so sad to see something like that happen to such a dumbass person such an evil person you know but uh, what can we do she'll be all right what can we do sure she'll land on her feet uh all right let's get into the other white people news this white people news is brought to you by bevel bevel was the first and only shaving system designed for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt to get your box today comes in a neat little box you get it every month it comes with like uh or every get actually like every three months they re-up you but it looks so good it makes a great gift it does um you know if you have birthdays father day father's day things like that you can get it for somebody it'll change the way they shave and they will thank you for the rest of their life um trust me uh, i wouldn't lie to you guys i use it myself and i recommend it to anybody to ask it's the best shave i've had i never looked at a razor uh since i walked in uh uh since i got it like i don't when i go on cbs i just laugh at those fools i like look at you black man buying the goddamn razor out of the box mm-hmm. on the what behind the plastic where you gotta get a key because you're a child right you should just get your razors you grown to your face uh right in your mailbox every month like a grown-ass adult would mm-hmm. uh conservative firebrand and Coulter denies dating good time star jimmy walker after the show's developer insists that they are an item you trying to tell me the dynamite kid is chopping her crypt keeper cakes to smithereens come on now i don't think so i can't see it uh conservative uh firebrand has shot down rumors that she is dating good times actor jimmy walker oh there's a picture of them together um some dude told me like well you know they, they say yeah, it's well known that she dates black men and i was like one uh i don't well known by who i don't fucking i definitely don't follow this woman's personal life but then two um bill maher fucks black people and he's racist i mean it's not like it's that liking some black dick ain't never saved nobody from racism come on uh best of friends love him no romance the 55 year old tweeted the claims were originally made by a source close to walker executive producer and developer of good times norman lear lear 94 had said the unlikely pair were an item during a recent interview at entertainment weekly with blackish creator kenya bears um i guess there's pictures of them at press events together Barris 42 has been picking Lear's brain about his experiences in um television when the conversation veered toward the phenomenon that was Walker's character JJ on Good Times. I knew that role could make him a star, Lear said of Walker's character who was known for his signature exclamation dynamite. I love him. He's a wonderful guy, but I'll tell you something about him that'll astound you. He dates Ann Coulter. Barris at first was incredulous at his claims, yet Lear insisted that this is the truth. No, a shock Barris answered, no. I've sat with them for an entire evening, Lear said, alleging that Walker and Coulter have been together for some time. Lear said that he, see, that's what happened. People get old. They stop giving a fuck. They'll be like, here's the secrets, okay? I, I'm, I'm, I'm about to die. leave here soon. Yeah. What, they going to be mad at me for the two weeks I'm alive? Right. Lear said that he and his wife had sat down for dinner with Walker and Coulter recently, and although his wife was initially reluctant to meet Coulter due to her outspokenness, Lear said she came across as a dreamy, delicious, sweet person. Uh, I am as serious as I can be. I spend an evening at the same table with them, so I know. 
as we're driving to the dinner i said ann coulter will be at the table and my wife said i can't sit with the, the at the table with ann coulter i will not sit at the table with ann coulter and ann coulter was a dreamy delicious sweet person jj dates ann coulter bear said you couldn't write that that's fantastic the two have been seen together in public in recent years though coulter insists they are just friends though the couple may seem an odd parent at first glance a closer look at their political views shows it might not be far-fetched at all welker is a self-described realist independent he told bill o'reilly on fox news in 2012 he did not vote for barack obama in 2008 or 2012 election he also told cnn he was opposed to affirmative action and gay marriage though he favored legalizing same-sex marriage since it was not an issue worth fighting over he was taken he has taken right of center views on issues like death penalty size of government and capitalism walker is also a supporter of bill clinton's anti-welfare policies in his memoir he writes that he voted for ronald reagan oh, okay well they probably are together there you go didn't know that i don't know if you guys knew that but it's definitely news to me mm-hmm. uh let's see uh how about this janet jackson splits from her uh 800 either euro or pound Kotari kakun uh third husband just months after giving birth to their first to her first child at the age of five uh 50 yeah here's what's funny guys they had a prenup where she could only get half if they stayed together for five years they celebrated that fifth anniversary two months ago oh she was ready to get out then i'm just saying sounds like she's making out with some dollars over there i don't know exactly uh if she was counting the days down or what it had to be but uh it, it sounds maybe had a deal she was like all right i'm out yeah go on miss janet that's what i say mm-hmm. sound like she's gonna go on an escapade with his money because he's no longer in control no he's not mm-hmm i don't know what he's gonna do without her because love will never do without you mm-hmm. and he'll probably miss her very much oh yeah oh yeah but she had to run away all right you think he's gonna be looking for any time any place not anymore that's just the way love goes karen you know you never yeah. know well, I don't know. we'll find out. Um, sounds like this divorce is gonna get nasty. <laughs> Janet Jackson split from her multi-millionaire husband just months after giving birth to their first child at the age of fifty. Uh, the pop star sister of the late Michael Jackson, with Quatari businessman with Sam Almana in 2012 and her son Issa was born January 3rd her recent retreat from the limelight and her postponement of her unbreakable world tour last year involved 36 grueling stadium shows has has been put down to contentment of her with her marriage uh but late but last night a close friend of miss jackson told the mail on sunday sadly janet and wasam have decided that it wasn't working and to go their separate ways they're both busy people but determined to be good parents even if they're apart is amicable and Issa uh will stay with his mother who is basing herself in london last week a leading entertainment website claimed almana had helped three times married miss jackson settle down as she traded fame for a role as a devoted mother and wife 
but yesterday that appeared to have been somewhat premature prediction a, di- a divorce settlement could be complex and costly as 42 year old al manor ceo of multinational al manor business conglomerate is a sta- estimated to have a fortune around 800 backwards e million I don't know what that means. At least four. I don't. I think it's the pound or the euro. I don't, I don't know. know. It's, it's one of them, y'all. At least four times Miss Jackson net worth. Uh, she came up when the couple married. There was much speculation, never confirmed, that Miss Jackson had converted to Islam, fueled by her appearance in a headscarf. There were few rumors of split within days of her son's birth when she was seen in public without a wedding ring, but those were discounted at the time. The singer was briefly married to the singer James DeBarge in 1984, but the pair split the following year, and the marriage was later annulled. Her second husband was Mexican backup singer Ricky Elizondo. Um, the couple wed in 1991, but were divorced in 2000, with Miss Jackson paying him a, a reported $10 million uh, around the time. Mm. Uh, in court papers filed as part of the divorce, Elizondo claimed she was paranoid about privacy, and pretended the couple were boyfriend and girlfriend throughout their marriage because she wanted me out of the limelight. She said she refused, he said she refused to give him songwriting credits for a Rhythm Nation album because my involvement had to be kept secret to protect her image. Damn. She bought them coins. Miss Jackson has claimed that their marriage was destroyed by his alleged addiction to prescription drugs oh in an interview after the end of the second marriage the singer spoke out about her conviction that she might be unlucky in love i thought i was jinxed she said maybe marriage isn't for me maybe it's my fault it never works i was always faithful but it was over i put up the shields to protect myself from being hurt Mm-mm-mm. now you guys know Mm-mm-mm. well i wonder what he's done for her lately i mean that's what i would that's what i would ask you know i think i think that's the the big question uh that a lot of people have right now yeah sure he's just waiting on her to come back to him mm. yeah but i say hey don't try to fix it right away let's wait a while okay <laughs> uh <laughs> But if she does get all that money, that'd be a lot of poetic justice. Yeah, it would be. Mm-hmm. You just never know what you got till it's gone. Mm-mm. But, you know, they could be together again sometime. You never know. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. She just wants to be loved. But it's gonna be all right. Damn, she be. got a lot of hits. Yeah! Mm-hmm. Over 20-something years. Uh, probably 30 years of albums and stuff yeah mm-hmm all right um <laughs> and if you're old like me you know you know a lot of her shit now you might not i know i don't but i just i know some of her more, more recent stuff i just like a song every now and then mm-hmm. but yeah when she was popping with that control honey everybody had them outfits on with their all black outfits with the hat and honey, all the choreography, you couldn't tell me shit. And and nasty honey, that was my jam. You couldn't tell me nothing when that came on. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see what else is going on. White people news. Um, 
oh mel b's divorce is getting messy oh who's the mel b she was in one of the spice girls the black one. Oh, okay okay we talked about this before yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well apparently it's getting ugly um uh, mel b was hounded and cajoled in the threesomes with hugh heffin the playboy bunnies as horrific catalog of abuse by husband stephen belafonte is revealed Mm-mm-mm. uh mel b was hounded and cajoled in the threesomes with the strange husband stephen belafonte at hugh hefner's playboy mansion mm. prior to their abrupt separation tmz report the former spice girl 41 would be would be harassed into visiting hefner's homeby hills mansion for hours on end by belafonte also 41 until she finally relented uh sources allege mail will often express reluctance to visit the sprawling property shared by the publisher magnate with a select group of his playboy bunnies but once inside she will be plied with alcohol by her husband before urging her to engage in threesomes court documents have revealed a horrific catalog of abuse against a british star during a 10-year marriage uh the papers which follow her application for a temporary restraining order see mail claims she was uh claims she was a subject of racist slurs as well as emotional and physical violence in front of her children the mm. singer allegedly says she had millions of dollars taken from her and claims steven treated the nanny as his wife even impregnating her mail states Ooh. in documents i'm in fear of my safety and that of my children likewise the respondent emotional and physical abuse of petitioners in the presence of the minor child is tantamount to abuse of the minor child uh she continues i have tried to lead a res- respondent many times every time i tried to respond it threatened me with violence and threatened to destroy my life in every way he said he would destroy my career and take my kids from me he threatened to release sexually explicit videotapes claiming i would never again work in the entertainment industry mel also claims steven called her a fucking monkey in a racial slur uh during a campaign of terror mm. She claims he treated the nanny, Lorraine Giles, as his wife, telling Mel that she raises the children better than her and she's a younger, better looking model. She alleged he gave her tens of thousands of pounds to Mel's cash. Uh, oh, he gave, he gave, so he gave Mel's money to this nanny, including $300,000 for nanny services and claimed she was paid to have an abortion after she fell pregnant with his child. You can't get the attractive nannies. They, they, they. That's always the problem. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. As soon as your man tries to bring home a fine ass nanny, you gotta say no, no. Get, let's get a divorce. Like, oh. rather than just you cheating on me, can we just start with just divorce? Cause oh, and what about the nannies that don't fuck? Because you look at Arnold Schwarzenegger, looks ain't had nothing to do with that. She was I feel just in close proximity. Right, I feel bad for all the nannies that don't fuck them. Honestly right there are some that go no i don't fuck like you a fine ass nanny and you like i actually don't fuck people i feel bad for you because you know you expected to you know that's the truth um and she looking good too man 41 years old she wearing it well so i guess uh she like i filed them papers i'm look. i'm 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 feeling relieved right now um and that's her lawyer right there you know you just have to get that money too come on she beautiful Mhm. Um, but I didn't know she was down with the threesome. I guess she kind of wasn't. I mean, we're being real. Um, uh, what was I? At? Oh yeah, he called her a fucking monkey. That's right. And there's pictures of her when he hit her and stuff. They got their family with their kids. Like they got three, Aww. four daughters or something. Three daughters. Um, that's sad, man. 
um uh get real ugly court documents come after she obtained a restraining order against her strange husband steven uh alleging he abused her physically and mentally in front of the children coerced her into taking part in threesomes throughout their 10-year marriage um she made a string of explosive disturbing claims in her court declaration for a restraining order which forces steven to stay away from her and her three children the catalog of historical allegations of abuse listed by tmz include belafonte punching and choking mel splitting her lip and pushing her down on the carpet mel who filed for divorce from the producer last month alleges the psychological and physical abuse dates back to the first year of their marriage in 2007 uh in the papers mel claims that steven forced her to participate in sexual intercourse with him and random women the former spice girl suggests that during their marriage she was coerced into tryst that he secretly recorded and later uses ammunition against her threatening the release of sex tapes if she tried to resist the threesomes mel says she begged him to delete the tapes there's also the explosive revelation that steven got their nanny pregnant and even suggested all three of them live together with the new baby the nanny was paid allegedly was allegedly paid to have an abortion and receive three hundred thousand dollars in nanny services according to the filing uh he's also uh alleged to show little sympathy when mel's father died of cancer uh and he hid her passport so she couldn't travel shit mm. uh tmz claimed the film producer allegedly told her to suck it up if he's going to die he's going to die how did y'all ever get married like when did he ever show well i guess you know abusive people a lot of times they show love and then they you know take it away and then that when things go bad they should they you know act right essentially yeah that's that control shit mm-hmm uh u.s website also reports claims that the things turned violent in the marriage despite previous denials from both camps and one incident the papers alleged steven placed both of his hands around her neck began choking her and slammed her down onto the hardwood floors while she was preparing for u.s talent show dancing with the stars it's claimed that although some friends and family members had asked mel about her injuries and offered to call police on her behalf she begged them not to as she feared for her own life and theirs if belafonte were to find out in the documents mel alleges that the abuse became part of a pattern when she became successful steven would beat me down to let me know he was in charge she also alleges belafonte punched her and split her lip after becoming jealous while she filmed a segment with usher for x factor back in 2012 after asking her husband how she could appear on television with the obvious injury belafonte allegedly told her she should have thought of that before deciding to flirt with the fucking with and fuck usher it has now emerged during the concern during, uh, that a concerned simon cowell attempted to help the star escape her marriage in 2014 uh, according to the sun Mo- the mogul was horrified by steven's alleged control over male's finances leaving her without access to her own cash during the x-factor finale in 2014 and he tried to intervene with legal advice offering a hotel room to stay the source told the newspaper although no one was sure what was going on simon and team is psycho really became concerned at the x-factor finale in 2014 and the days afterwards following her release from the hospital they tried to help her leave belafonte they introduced her to new divorce lawyers to help her go through with it mm. the psycho spokesperson said Mel- melanie is hugely admired and respected by everyone in psycho and both the x-factor and america's got talent we have always supported her whenever she has requested we will continue to do so damn this dude is oh and then furthermore he punched her and pushed her down the carpet the day before she and the spice girls performed at the olympic closing ceremony shit 
yep her she claims her injuries were so severe her skin was burned from the carpet adding that she was then forced by her estranged husband to tweet that she injured herself by running in heels and they have pictures of like her at the ceremony with like circles around the bruises and areas like when she was cut up or stuff Ooh, wow yeah man this dude sounds like a demon dog problems so yeah it's just it's getting ugly and stuff um yeah between them and like i said maybe i'm just oh and mm -mm. i would be by myself if i deal with this go ahead and plug it up and get me some uh some uh double d's and i would be just fine if i did what you put in your hands on me fuck that Mm-mm-mm. uh the exclusive uh she wants to tell her story mel b is gagging the stunning german nanny from revealing all about sex with Steph- Stephen belafonte uh claims say her look-alike sister what claims say anyway uh <laughs> the sister of the german nanny is saying that mel b won't let her the 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 nanny tell the real truth of what's going on that's the real truth um so and she also says that uh her younger siblings done nothing wrong and never slept with belafonte and loved the singer's children as her own and then they got a bunch of pictures of this girl and nigga you ain't know this motherfucker was bringing her in the fuck there's no way yeah no one looked at this picture and said she need to be a nanny for my kids he looked at her pictures with his dick in his hand. Get the fuck out of here. Ah! Look at this shit. This niggas, man, you must be out your motherfucking mind. She knew what it was as soon as he brought her in. Like, this nigga gonna fuck her, get her pregnant, give her my money. Um, yep. Uh, I hope you ride in hell. Mel B's sister, Danielle Brown, says Stephen Belafonte is a psychopath and a sorry excuse for a man in a furious Instagram post following abuse allegations. Um, yep, Mel B's sister Danielle Brown took the Instagram on Thursday to slam Stephen Belafonte and the abuse allegations, saying a picture of herself with an inflatable bottle of champagne as she her head back with laughter. Um, Danielle accused Mel's estranged husband of being a wife beater and a psychopath. Damn. Her sister don't give a fuck. She like, mm you didn't touch my, my sister? Uh-uh, I'm calling it all out. I don't blame you eight years of abusive calls me and my mom have had sta- stating we would never see melanie again i'm laughing and celebrating as you were wrong yeah abusive people like this i still worry they're gonna do something mm-hmm. you just never know never know like what crazy shit that uh motherfucker so it's normally my, when you try to leave that shit gets to be like this like honestly that's when uh studies and citizens got shows that's when it's a higher probability of uh the women ended up dead whenever they tried to leave right um oh wait what is this oh it's moving slow for some reason uh yeah but you are sorry excuse for a man to the left to the left everything you own in a box to the left uh, she was in she was jamming i hope you i hope you lorraine guys and michael blood of jail and rotten hell hashtag wife beater hashtag psychopath hashtag animal killer hashtag abuser hashtag events locker hashtag money laundering fraud hashtag fraud hashtag criminal hashtag adultery hashtag kidnap hashtag attempted murder hashtag firearm hashtag controller hashtag violent violent hashtag evil hashtag devil man hashtag got my sister back hashtag united hashtag my dad is dancing in his grave hashtag don't mess with the browns 
spelling incorrect uh she had enough for you instagram hashtags is that how they work mm-hmm meanwhile on instagram you male famously cut her family out of her life in 2008 after they disapproved of her husband that's another thing abusers normally do right make, make you, you get rid of your family. family and friends but last month there was reported Mel B resolved a nine-year feud with her family and has invited them to spend time at her family home in los angeles man it's all the signs you point to this nigga was a piece of shit oh he abused her ain't no if and buts about that yeah i don't know what his quote-unquote side of this shit is gonna be but i can't imagine um let's see what else uh all right let's do some guest erase and we'll get out of here guys okay um find my guest erase music um oops and get to my guest erase stories all right um of course guess the race is brought to you by um loot crate uh guess the race is brought to you by loot crate let's play the song first and then we'll, we'll I'll do the sponsorship read now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game is going across all the podcast land we read the plays new articles from all over the globe we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guest the race and of course all of them are racist all right um so yeah this is brought to you by loot crate loot crate of course is a monthly mystery crate filled to the brim with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchise go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter our offer code tbgwt and get three dollars off of any new subscription you got till the 19th to sign up by 9 p.m pacific time if you really want to get this month's uh theme for less than twenty dollars a month less than twenty dollars a month you can get six to eight items that include licensed gear apparel collectibles and unique one-of-a-kind items and even more they also have various types of boxes you can sign up for like loot crate dx you can sign up for loot wear we get clothes and stuff some of my favorite stuff um and april's the theme the theme is uh basically mystery solvers uh they gonna have items from stranger things batman the x-files marvel's jessica jones and one lucky subscriber will win a mega crate including signed copies of jessica jones alias volumes one through four let's look at what we got last month all right this is uh some loot wear i don't think we opened this one yet we haven't uh fantastic beast and where to find them uh are these are these pants look at these designs on these i think these are uh pajama pants okay um let's see what else is in here uh we got a shirt that says teenage mutant ninja turtles new york city like that's for oh this must be your box i'm opening this is karen's okay yep. yeah all right another t-shirt dog yeah you're gonna be looking geeky uh i got some boxers uh oh my god steven universe boxers yes steven universe got all the gems on them uh we are the crystal, crystal gems uh we got superman uh socks and his superman when he was in uh coming to earth in his uh little oh, pod uh pod oh, from krypton cool. 
uh mario brother socks and it's the plant oh the plant that comes out of the pipe that he's i cannot wait to wear these um so yeah that's uh that's this month's uh uh that was the loot wear for that month man um last month loot wear yeah just uh, like i said you can sign up for different things it it comes with like a little explanation and stuff inside um so yeah you is get that garnet um boxer brief you know all the ladies love it oh and and the fantastic fantastic beef was a uh, fantastic beast uh design thing it's a scarf that's what it is yes i like those scarves i got that one and i think i got a Forgot on said other ones a Mario Brothers scarf. I didn't realize that was a scarf too. I like them scarves, especially mm-hmm. in the wintertime. I get cold. I'm and we had that cold. one from the anime because they have a Luke Crate anime box. Yes. So now, now, them with the black and white one. Yes. Fairy Tale was uh, the, that one. Yes. I know. That one out of all of them, that was my favorite one. It's good and it's thick. Yeah. So yeah, LukeCrate.com slash TBGWT, code TBGWT, and uh, yeah, y'all can get it. Okay. Um, all right busted former miss montana admits calling her autistic students monsters and psychopaths on twitter oh a special education teacher in west fargo north dakota is defending herself for mocking autistic students on social media defending yourself ah. wday reported that former miss montana sheridan tahista admitted that she is the owner of a twitter account that shared hateful messages about special ed students writing a research paper about parenting struggles of kids with autism and including mother writing mothers in quotes i wrote monsters hashtag same thing she tweeted last week oh that that not that no 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 sheridan joked that teaching autistic students was easy because she did not have to update her classroom routines because we love routines in another tweet she called one of the students a borderline psychopath sheridan made her twitter account private on friday but it was accessible to anyone prior to that the former beauty queen confirmed to wday that she was the author of the offensive tweets oh that's new uh my tweets may have been distasteful yeah, because what is, what is she like what the fuck are you gonna do well normally they say i'm hacked or something Mm-mm. or it, well, it wasn't my account not in trump's america my tweets may have been distasteful but don't illustrate the kind of educator i am she said in the text message to the station the spokesperson of the west fargo school system said the officials were reviewing her uh account her tweets karen guess the race she white karen says white White. okay let's check the chat room and see what you guys say uh miss montana white a horrible white woman lovingly kissed her dog in her avi oh (laughs) uh the correct answer is oh wait what about the cheese white uh and white the correct answer is white she's white that's why i always say beauty is on the inside guys okay because she is ugly ugly as hell on the out on the inside for saying that shit um yeah it's it's i i don't know that maybe she had uh that same thing that renfro dude had when he told me uh caring about them animals made him be racist online and shit maybe that's what the problem was he had a uh, caring exhaustion uh, uh did a picture show up yet mm-hmm. okay that's her um all right let's go to the next one she's very generic whatever in your mind generic white woman number 12 that's what she looked like she's blonde and a white 
uh a woman has been charged with murdering her ex-boyfriend and she could be released from uh, jail on bail after wealthy friends and family offer up 70 million dollars in property to get her out of custody Woo! Mm -hmm. Uh, a woman accused of killing her the father of her two children is expected to make her 35 million dollar bail said to be the eighth highest ever posted in state court according to her attorney tiffany lee who comes from a wealthy chinese family is oh wait that just tells you the reason ah never mind she's chinese you guys all got it right (laughs) oh my god what did you tell me that is really like a uh that's like on the quiz when they give you one i just gave you one okay guys (laughs) she killed that nigga and now she's gonna get out of the country and go back home um all right let's do a different one then uh how about this one uh gas station manager is accused of selling drugs at the store mm, with your ladies that a chance he must have been looking on that gas mm-hmm. um the manager at a craighead county gas station was arrested craighead, wednesday that's a name mm-hmm it was arrested wednesday afternoon for allegedly selling drugs at the store captain justin Rowland with the craigshead county sheriff's office told reagan i mean region eight news they arrested shane nelson wednesday on a number of felony drug related charges nelson worked at the store as a store manager of the flash market um he, they said he had been working there a a while uh Rowland said they received information that nelson was selling narcotics from the store counter uh sheriff's investigators the second uh judicial drug task force and the monet police department all assisted in the months-long investigation damn the search warrant was executed shortly after lunchtime and the probable cause affidavit filed in craighead county district court on thursday officers said they discovered drugs hidden in a skull tobacco can uh, uh one oh cans one of the cans contained a small amount of suspected meth the other contained a crushed powder nelson told officers it was oxycodone or oxycotton uh nelson allowed officers to search the vehicle and found more drugs officers say they found suspected percocets and xanaxes a digital scale five thousand dollars and a hundred dollar bills they arrested nelson and charged him with two counts of delivery of a controlled substance possession of drug paraphernalia possession of schedule four i mean schedule five narcotics with intent to deliver possession of schedule two narcotics with intent to deliver and possession of a controlled substance what was his name again his name is alan nelson oh alan nelson is white uh okay let's check the chat room um yeah this yeah all right let's check the chat room and see what you guys think alan nelson's race is um selling them drugs out of the piggly wiggly and shit <laughs> right uh <laughs> about the wind dixie mm-hmm uh I need a dime bag of meth on pump too, white. <laughs> he building his individual health care plan, white. One who says he knows the rights, uh, his rights as a citizen, white. Um, uh, the, the, the meth and skull equal white. Pill popping animal, white. Tim Allen, white. He'll probably get a sitcom in 10 years. His Aww. black coworker was fired just for just giving away black and miles only meth bro- only meth brothers mess with is method man he white says it with the say the h in the white white that way ah! all right the correct answer is he was white
everybody got it correct i'll try to put him on screen but his picture's kind of small but it's a white dude man selling meth out of the motherfucking 7-eleven ain't that some shit all right and uh let's go to the bonus round guys Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, everybody is two for two. And we'll see if they can keep it going in the bonus round. Uh, just give me a second. Oh, and uh, now everything's moving slow. Give me a, uh, let me, I have to refresh. Give me a second. Sorry, everybody. Okay. I don't know what happened there. Mm-mm tried to share my screen and she was like nope you won't be doing that refresh ah! all right reload it's a try again mm-hmm dude it was the dope man and the and the gas man come on um all right it's almost back no problem did you hear beyonce put out a new song what it was on title it's called die with you okay it's been a couple of days you late but uh it's more it's one it's more like a ballad oh you know? uh, i think it was at least i said i don't want to derail the show <laughs> can i hear it it was at least for their anniversary or her and jay or maybe it's his birthday or something no it's definitely their anniversary um i mean you i'll play some of it yes please all right Um, all right, whenever you're ready, title. Do you think? I don't have a reason to cry, and I have every reason to smile, and I don't have a reason to lie when you already read in my mind, and I don't have a reason to be if I can't be with you. can't sing your song No, I don't need hands If I don't get to keep you warm And I don't really need myself If I don't need you Cause darling, I wake up just to sleep with you I open my Alright, that's all you can get here but it's uh pretty uh like i said it's more like a ballad than uh you know a jammy jam oh no no problem no problem and it's one it's one of them things where it's like all the shit she do she was like oh yeah and by the way um at 12 o'clock we recorded something for my anniversary all right make time everybody uh an illinois man uh, is arrested for uh in a donkey punch incident donkey punch did donkey punch him or he punched a donkey an illinois man is facing animal cruelty charges for allegedly punching a donkey in the face and attacked the suspect recorded and later posted on his twitter account uh, according to cops lucas dietrich dietrich 18 slugged the donkey while visiting willoughby farm in collinsville in illinois city about 12 miles from st louis dietrich seen above was at the farm late last month attending a baby a birthday party 
uh investigators allege he punched a more a 13 year old miniature mediterranean donkey below the animal's right ear the donkey was not seriously injured during the attack cops learned of the donkey punch after being tipped that a video of the incident can be uploaded uh, have been uploaded to twitter in short order the police identified dietrich as the donkey assailant he really was being an ass dietrich was arrested on a pair of misdemeanor animal cruelty charges and booked in madison county jail which he was uh from which he was released friday after posting a five thousand dollar bond guess the race that's a white boy karen saying white let me check the chat room uh white male nonsense says the written one Mm. i wonder how you could tell i wonder what was the clues black says brilliant villain okay i guess he says black people like ass i get it donkey kong white says uh black rob i'll fight all you animals in here white uh wizite says kaz always white ass uh the donkey would not give him sex white says really dark night the correct answer is he's white yeah that's pretty terrible donkey wasn't doing nothing to you dog come on uh all right and lastly we have to do uh some sword ratchetness uh before we can get out of here um did this picture show up yet no. okay it just popped up all right oh, yeah In Trump's America, even the animals get hate crime. Ain't that some shit? Come on, dog. Monkey, donk, the donkey was just minding his business. Minding his own motherfucking business. Doing donkey things, being stubborn. I don't know. Eating grass, whatever the fuck the donkey was doing. Uh, alright, let's see. A sword-wielding thug quotes Braveheart during drunken standoff with cops in Highland Home. A drunken thug brandishing a sword and shield quoted braveheart during an armed skirmish off standoff with cops at his house white he is white convicted criminal scott morrison who was once deported to scotland from australia uh uh held damn deported to scotland from australia if australia couldn't handle him Ooh, and they they got they honey they got shit that that eat you whole out there and they like nah you too much for us australia's like we might can deal with pump with poisonous hummingbirds but we can't deal with you Mm-mm. kangaroos that'll beat your ass but we can't deal with you we have butterflies that will literally just fly off with a baby and kill right? it right well but we you, can't deal with you you too much you do too much uh, he held up a sword and a targe before quoting mel gibson's william wallace by shouting go back to england i'm ready for war as the officers surrounded his house morrison 51 then asked if he could tend to his chickens he was arrested and handcuffed <laughs> morrison who had served time for attempted murder and kneecapping a rival gang member was drunk when officers were Ooh. called to his home yesterday at ironist sheriff court morrison admitted to behaving in a threatening or abusive manner at his home uttering racist comments and brandishing the sword at police he dressed up in a kilt and armor in a facebook picture the case was raised as was an indictment in a higher court because of his record fiscal de- deputy michelle molly told sheriff margaret nielsen 
he was evidently intoxicated and shouted and swore officers miss molly said morrison then came out into his garden holding up a targe and brandishing a matching sword she said for their own safety constables presented their cs gas spray which seemed to indicate to morrison that battle was ready to commence well good golly miss molly this is crazy right uh he retreated into the house and standoff ensued uh he was persuaded by cop miss molly says persuaded by cops to exit unarmed um he quoted mel gibson go back to england ready for war as officers surrounded his house five minutes later when he exited he requested he tend his chickens and hens before he was handcuffed uh his request was permitted of course it was uh morrison had his sentence deferred for a background report until may 11th when, and he had his bail continued his sword was confiscated by the court uh and of course he served eight years in jail for attempting to stab a man to death but let's by all means allow this man the freedom to have a sword Ooh, he kneecapping people and shit goddamn this goddamn thug all right guys we'll be back tomorrow until then thank you for listening uh to our little podcast diddy here mm-hmm. um i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.